0: You're listening to Music Mythology. My name is Sam Romo, and let's talk about some music. When I reached out to another podcaster, I gotta admit, I was expecting to talk a lot, so. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Right. But that's, uh,
1: isn't that always funny? Yeah. The people you think aren't going to. You're like some people but some people you're like mm, i don't know if we're gonna get a lot out of them and right they're just a wealth
0: yeah you know? it's like you give someone a, a open-ended question they treat it like a yes or no answer right yeah <laughs> <That's the worst. laughs> it was good that's the worst it's like and and how did that make you feel you know great
2: yeah like yeah. i'm like well,
0: <laughs> all the g words yeah you know? <laughs> But yeah, yes. that's always the worst, and, and nothing against anyone I've talked to. Yeah, <laughs> but it just—you no, had
1: a great lineup so far. Thanks. So I know we saw Patrick um, from Fernware. Yeah. We love him. Yeah, yeah,
0: fantastic. John over there, John Larue. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, love yes. John. Love oh, John. John's fantastic. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, those have been great. Uh, a guest to come on, but that, that's always the um, mm, the worry or the concern is like, one, I don't want to look dumb, but then when I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to curate these questions and all this stuff, or I forget. That's the other thing too. Is like, because sometimes. I don't want to grab my phone and like look for the question because I'm like, well, I want to feel more natural than that. You uh, know, right. It's like I'll just sacrifice it. I know I'm forgetting somebody. It, this is great momentum right now, conversational momentum. So we'll right? just keep sure. it going. You
1: do have to make that choice sometimes where you're like, oh, I didn't, I do need to ask some other things, but we're flowing right now. Yeah. So, you know, like, why would be, or there's them someone
0: off? I'm way too excited about and like all these questions are just like, <laughs> they're just, they're, they're stacking on each other, they're compounding. And I'm like, right. I don't want to, again, I don't want to look dumb. So I'd rather give you a simple, clean it a- question <laughs> right. and then get a good answer then like jump all these questions together and it's yeah, like oh yeah. sorry i'm just a fan i don't, <laughs> yeah. know, what do. I don't right. know what i'm doing that's <laughs> why you have some people
3: on you're like okay i get to talk to you and then you have to like control yourself yeah you know oh, exactly. absolutely
0: yeah because i was uh that happened to me when i interviewed joe dyson the drummer for pat metheny oh wow mm. and he was talking about uh uh being at the satchmo camp with like uh the batiste family and you know john batiste just yeah. you know cleaned up at the grammys and uh, and yeah, he's like, he's just going on a tear about his like lineage and like his schooling and stuff. And I don't want to interrupt him because I'm like, Oh, this is great. This is great. But he's bringing up like all these people that I'm like, Oh, that's amazing. I should really <laughs> ask this question. But then he just keeps going on this tangents of like, and then I, you know, I moved on to work with this guy and and Christian Scott and all these other I'm like, Oh man, that guy, I gotta, I gotta bring that up. And then I'm right. already I've already forgotten the other three topics, you know?
1: (laughs) No, I do try to, that's what I do try to do if I'm like, I have like my pen and let's hope you just Mm. fingers crossed that you'll be able to read your writing afterwards. Or I just kind of like,
2: yeah,
0: I I can't read mine. I'm like, like, (laughs) Jack,
1: who's Jack? Like, why did I say that? Like, why did I, mm, who knows? You know, but sometimes I'm like, you mentioned, hmm." you know, sometimes (laughs) I'm like, you mentioned hacks, Jacks stacks so something like <laughs> yeah let's talk so
0: about that it says here you worked with a session drummer named Name. can you tell me about that session <laughs> drummer you <worked> with? Yeah.
3: <laughs> earlier you were
0: saying just let's go back to that
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah i have adopted especially with web chat like typing up questions and like either having on my phone and making sure like my phone is already out or it's on like a screen of some sort or i printed it you know if i'm mm. like it's gonna be really intense because I'm I'm an outside sales rep, so like in my, mm. my in my normal job, so I'm always like thinking like, well, if I do that, they're gonna do that, and if they think I'm look unprofessional doing this, then I need to up the game even more so they think I'm I'm more professional than they are. Right, <laughs> that's uh,
1: psychology of oh, you know yeah. people. That's so that's so intense to me. I have a friend who's <laughs> incredible at sales, and she literally could sell sell anything. She's a sommelier <laughs> as well, so oh, she. Wow. She definitely knows her stuff about that, but I think right now she ended up, you know, going to something like solar panels in California or something, which is, like, mm. really doing very well right now yeah. because of, like, tax benefits and things like that for yeah. homeowners and stuff. So mm. Yeah, that's she's, interesting. Yeah. So, I'm like, you really can't, but she really does believe in the product, I think, because, like, why wouldn't you believe in clean energy?
0: Or, yeah, sure. So,
1: um, you know, especially if you can pay it back over time or whatever the whatever the pitch is. Yeah. So, but my, my I'm just about not, that not just... great about selling things. <laughs> I'm like, I hope you like it. You know, I'm getting better at it, you know? Mm.
0: Yeah, it's, I don't want to go all, like, sales manager here. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's like, when I came in, like, sales, I was so intimidated. It seemed so daunting to, like, try and convince someone to need something yeah. or to, be there at the magical moment where they just happened to realize that they needed it and you were just the solution on hand. Mm. Um, I realized that I didn't like the, not. I don't want to sound like a control freak. I don't want to say like I didn't like the lack of control, but who doesn't like controlling their work environment? So, mm-hmm. right. so when it comes to sales, right, it's, Andrew? It's, uh, <laughs> maybe Virgo. <laughs> Uh, For sure. Uh-oh. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, uh, and then when you get that one customer that really does interact with you just right, and you're like, oh my God, this is how a, a business relationship can be. And mm-hmm. then you start yeah. learning, you know, more and more. I mean, you're cutting your teeth, you know, on these experiences of like, oh, sure. I expected a lot more of you than you expected of me or like, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever it was. And you just learn to it kind of that everyone's different.
1: off a little bit yeah, the, yeah. but also
0: you, you can you can start to understand that everyone's a little bit different and then you you you, you start to realize like you know a, a certain hand of cards equals a certain type of play right so it's just like with personalities this guy mm-hmm. if he, if he likes this type of music he's from here and he does this type of business and you know talk this way or pay attention to his verbiage and stuff like that mm. and yeah i don't know and then you you warp that into the product and then now it's a solution it's not a product you know what i mean
2: right and then you
0: feel much more comfortable as an individual presenting something because like i i'm telling you right now i have never gone up to somebody in my job like selling graphics and solutions that i was like i'm gonna get everything out of them every time it was much easier for me to be satisfied thinking i'm actually gonna give this person a solution like i convinced myself yeah. that this yeah, is that's a, exactly. a worthwhile like, solution I, you're like
1: believing in what you're yeah. providing yeah yeah but you're, you're giving
0: do. them but you're giving them like you're making their life easier
3: and everybody wants that yeah so. It, so, right. but you
0: have to also marry that concept with good communication so you get validated because mm. i also realized there's another problem on the back end where i would do a good job on the front end everything was great groovy and i still got paid but they didn't come back to me, or I thought they would have been a little more present in our working relationship, and and realizing I had to follow up and be more than a solution. I had to be dynamic and on a multi-plane, you know, axis, and I gotta mm. like on LinkedIn, keep up with all this kind of stuff if it's worthwhile, because then mm. I'm proving it. Then I'm building a community nature. It's not just like. Hey, guys, I, I, I sold you something, and I got fifty bucks out of it. Great! It's like, hey, I fixed your problem, and you paid one of my bills. You don't need to know that, yeah, but, exactly. but we're working great, and uh, I'm reaching out to you like we're we're good buddies. So, like, it's like words of affirmation. It's like as long as I, I'm I'm speaking it to truth, then like, I don't know, someone's got to jive off you at some point. And
1: yeah, right, because you're putting it out there. Your intentions are solid. Yeah. and you were yeah, and you. It's also- planned.
0: It's not some like randomized like. Who knows where life's gonna take me? It's like, no man, there's a plan. I I I had an objective in working with you. You know, yeah. so it feels a little more like I waste that time, you know? And I you just hate that feeling when you start to really hunker down and focus in on like your process, and you're mm. like, I hate wasting time. Like when you become a higher professional, you hate wasting time yeah. more and more. You know, <laughs> Yeah. absolutely. True.
1: You also I feel like when you get older and yeah, when you're either juggling multiple uh, endeavors or yeah, even if you're busy, you know, with your day job and then your side hustle and all of that stuff, you learn more about the value of time and you're, oh, like, yeah. you know, you really learn like, okay, like this is actually taking this much of my time and this, you know, I would actually rather pay to have this done You know, at <laughs> yeah. this point in time. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna have to go to the convenience store to get this which i hate paying more for because that's Mm. just robbing you but (laughs) it's a convenience right i'm like i'm saving like 40 minutes and Mm -hmm. you know that time is so valuable it's really trying to figure out how to crunch everything in in one day yeah wild i'm like i never understood why my parents were like there's just not enough time in the day like (gasps) there's really not
0: (laughs) i say it all the time it's like as you become an adult when you ever, you tell someone, hey, man, what are you up to? Like, oh, I was just chilling. I'm like, that means you were, you were not paying attention to some responsibility. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. rarely really probably, like, oh, I was just chilling. It's yeah, like, I'm just, like,
1: hanging out. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm typically, if I'm at home, I'm catching up on mm. chores, like laundry mm. and cleaning, the never-ending laundry.
2: Oh, yeah. And, mm.
1: um, you know, cleaning, because I have a dog in a small apartment. So mm. she just you know and i have very really long hair tell so you know Same. but uh, yeah so you know yeah it's just yeah i'll it's just be everywhere. over here
3: <laughs> just hanging out
1: well there was a problem one time during the pandemic when andrew really needed a haircut <laughs> oh yeah and yeah he was like i had told him you know i had already done this on somebody once somebody had really convinced me that I could do it begged me
2: to do it it.
1: I didn't want to do it I didn't want to do it
2: oh
3: geez I I don't want to give the shears to someone that's saying that right I know but I mean I figure there's
2: not
0: it wasn't the shears it was just a razor with
3: him the
1: other it was shears with the other one and that did not that did not turn out well
3: yeah (laughs) (laughs) Ah, but I I, I just shaved my head it was like no big deal yeah
1: he was like he it was like the you know I guess that was the way smaller one than you thought I guess because it was like yeah he, I think he wanted like a little bit there left over, but it, it was, was fine. Like, she was, it was like Mr. Clean, like straight yeah, up. It was
3: shiny. Well, you
0: know is that was, was early.
3: I don't know. I posted a photo and like all of a sudden all these girls are like, hey. Yeah. So I mean, it must have been. All I guess right. I
2: did something right. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. But it so, was hilarious. Yeah. She was so upset. I was fine. She's like, oh my God, I've ruined. I'm like, it's ruined well, you were like,
1: I'm sure it's fine. And then you looked at it, it was the face in the mirror like, oh like oh
3: yeah but i adjusted you, pretty yeah. quick <laughs> you didn't adjust as quick as me i was like
1: oh because <laughs> once you start and as soon as i, I did sure. it you, i knew you have to finish yeah. 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 yeah yeah
3: well i finally found the right attachment so i can do
0: it myself now thankfully
1: yeah <laughs> yeah that's a hair hair from the pandemic story you know like, did you get your haircut during the pandemic
0: no that's actually my story yeah. <laughs> the pandemic happened i was like well uh, really get my hair cut. How <laughs> yeah. short was
1: it before? How long is it now?
0: Uh I mean it's down to like past my shoulders. Cool. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just do the whole like, you know Man jazz type Bun, like super tight
2: <laughs> just, just, just,
0: yeah So you know you always <laughs> see those jeans with the super tight one I'm like yeah because I always see like the loose ones and they come undone or like they I do. was kind of, obviously I was taking my early days like how do you even do this shit yeah, yeah. Right. totally huh. you I, have I've to never take done talk like
1: man bun man bun talk yeah I don't know, but then some people were wow.
0: like so like floofy I'm like no there's like a really tight one and then my wife was like I don't know like she would try and do it and like it was like way too floofy I don't know but I got really good at like doing a yeah. super tight Oh, no, no. but it's pretty long and it, uh, I've grown my hair out like I don't know like when I was in high school I grew it out and then cut it down short and then when I was in college I did it for a little bit and then cut it down and then got like my real job out here and so it's been like buzz like I don't know like I had like a little comb over thing whatever but yeah as it, I don't know nothing fancy but yeah I don't know but it now just,
1: real job is like hey Whatever. If so you're working from home, like.
0: Well, I was also. I used to. I, I've stepped down now, but I also used to be the GM of like our Fast Science locations down here in oh, Dallas. Fast signs. Yeah. Cool. And so. Is I, there one that one of those on Oakland? Oh yeah, that right? was one. Right. That yeah. one on Oakland yeah, by the at store. Mm-hmm. That's where I started actually. Ah. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, that was one of my stores. But the, uh, yeah, I was kind of like the boss. <laughs> So i was the like,
2: fast sides no i was way. gonna
0: grow my hair out who's gonna like, yeah. i well, I'm gonna get <laughs> what do you want to write, write speak yourself up manager yeah or, uh, <laughs> i'm gonna write myself up for this yeah. i look great so yeah. uh yeah so that's what happened cool. i just grew it out and everyone's like your hair's getting long and i'm like mm-hmm. it sure is and it they're like yeah hair. yeah i <laughs> yeah. yeah. just talking around <laughs> and people are like man i haven't seen you a couple years like yeah i've been they're like oh i've been good I'm like wow it's like a yeah, mustache long hair like yeah that's (laughs) it i'm still the same guy it just just grows
3: grows by itself it's weird as it turns out
1: i can grow facial hair
3: and
0: longer hair like (laughs) Like,
1: it it will yeah it'll keep growing if i want it to yeah i
0: used to be way more like i used to wear con i used to lay i mean i'm only 28 but like i used to look super young because i would have no facial hair contacts and my hair was super short and then i grew started wearing glasses again i don't remember why something happened I was like I'm over it and I uh, started wearing glasses again grew up my mustache and then pandemic happened grew up my hair I was like man if I shaved and like took off all this stuff it's like I'd probably get away with the bank robbery you know <laughs> right? well, that's pretty nice though, when you're like man
1: I look way younger because as you get older again I'm like I love that where people oh, are oh, like sure. I mean, you know and they're like mm, let me see your ID I'm like oh like for papers like really or something you know I'm like uh yeah sure please for a lotto ticket i would love for you to card me like <laughs> this
0: makes me feel great
1: yeah before they're that's like funny. let me see your id for all for a bunch of scratch-offs or something i'm like yes
0: for scratch-offs
1: like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like absolutely that's funny i would right love now. to i would love to would, okay that's the ultimate gift you know when you become of age i feel like right 18 right.
0: I, the scratch off
1: scratch offs like I you know i don't
0: feel like that was on my things. list of things I don't know, my friend, yeah it's an friend interesting perspective i've never heard this yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: like
1: you know you turn 18 and you know people want to give you like some blunt wraps like things that you can't buy when mm, you're not 18 no nah, you know uh,
0: which okay. you can't
1: and then it's 21 and then renting a car is 25 that's like the last mm-hmm.
0: i don't fashion. think that's a thing anymore
1: is it not you can the be 25, like, 25.
0: thing because i did it when i was like 22 <gasps> and i put my Real date on there. I'm not like okay. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, you're like I'm not like You're like I don't. This is off.
0: Track. So if Hurts tries to sue me, uh yeah. it, it was uh, your employee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. I mean, whatever. They took your money.
3: It's uh, yeah, exactly. transaction has been completed. And they the car back. Yeah. You know. dang
1: that's such a bummer because I definitely got turned away when I was like 24. Yeah. Before. Yeah. I
3: did so, too.
0: I mean, I don't think I'm
3: lying.
1: Well, I just turned 30. <laughs> I just turned. I 30. mean, there's probably
3: some companies that just this just don't care. Well, yeah. they, they probably charge you more insurance oh, or something. Go. Yeah. I don't know. You can feel free to cut this part out.
1: I know this is kind of like mm, probably not great. I never content understood
3: right now. that the whole beginning, maybe. <laughs> but yeah,
2: yeah,
1: what other questions did you? What other stuff did you <laughs> talk about? I was like, I feel like I just derailed the whole thing with everything. my rental car being twenty-five and hey, auto this, tickets. I
3: know. You know, it's uh, it's a part of it. <laughs> it's 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 the it's a look behind the uh, curated curtain, as yeah, it were. Yeah, yeah. This
1: is yeah. who I really am.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I. Don't, I, the only things I edit out of my show are if you know someone punches the mic or gets a call or you know punches yeah. the mic Is, do
3: people punch the mic do you make people angry sometimes or you know,
0: I mean they, they talk with their hands I do it all the time oh, oh I <laughs> <see> <laughs> what you mean. like an accidental oh yeah no, oh. not out of anger just I like, thought oh. when you palm, I was like, like no that I'm
1: surprised that hasn't happened yet I have like my hands down here for this reason because <laughs> uh, like yeah. I'm a I'm way clumsy so I mean <laughs> this right here I have this knot on my head that I like got it like yesterday morning and like it's like I'm, I'm like wow this is just just a giant goose egg on my face before this lovely interview <laughs>
0: but so
1: if it is what it is these yeah. look pretty sturdy it's a good so. thing
0: that you yeah uh, oh no it's yeah. just you know hitting the mic is a no-no but yeah but yeah no but i am a a like, I'm very I'm doing the same thing I I have my little because I went to school for <laughs> journalism so I have my little yes. trick where I'm holding my pinky with my left hand to yeah. make sure that I'm not doing it because, yeah exactly oh, is that a so journalism? you journalism yeah, they do
1: teach you a few little kind of hacks
0: so where like did you go
3: i seen you hold your pinky well I
0: actually was fortunate to have a trade like program in my high school oh, cool. um so I went to Dunganville High and I took three years of audio video production work there oh, nice. um like pre you know college um or like double credit whatever uh, and then I went on to, like, North Lake and Brookhaven. But cool. when I moved on to f- f- production school, it was, like, starting over. And yeah. so I, I I upped the game. But I also just had bad professors that weren't very, like, they just weren't trying to, like, and, and it, they weren't trying to convince anybody that it was a great decision. They were just, like, and this is do this. And they're just going through the steps. And if they talked about yeah. their past, they always made it sound like such a struggle and never worth it. And, like, all these things. So, I don't come for money, so I'm, I switched the marketing, like, yeah. and then I graduated that, and then I've been doing graphics ever since. But, yeah. uh, but I've I always wanted to do this,
1: <laughs> right? Well, just I think I mean I think if you're interested in people, I studied, I got my master's at UNT in journalism, but mm. I studied English and I double majored in English and journalism, and. I was fortunate to have a few good professors, um, a few adjuncts and full-timers that were just really inspiring mm. from just, um, you know, from both sides of it to like really get you into, um, you know, the um, the new journalism, like Tom Wolfe and Joan Didion, that kind of stuff. Mm, and yeah. to really give you like that foundation of all the people who broke the rules so that we could like come after them, you yeah. know, that type of stuff. And how like, you know, they would say like, um, going into like communications at the end of the day is like going into the, going to the dark side kind of thing. So it made you Mm. feel like, but also, you know, I've, um, Lone Sound is right now we are, um, you know, we are still just a passion project, you know, on our way to, you know, making this a little bit more of a viable company by, you know, adding, hiring some help and, you know, things like that. So, um, but in the meantime, it's self-funded. So, you know, I'm having to join the dark side to freelance a few things, you know, and I feel <laughs> like, I'm like, well, you know, if the dark side knew that, or, you know, if the, the, the light side knew I would had really had to pay my bills, like, I mean, it's, it's not, uh-huh. I feel it's it's not, so not so that bad. dark. It's not that dark. And again, dark. it is like promoting something, getting the word out there about something that I really think deserves to get some you know get some press and get some eyeballs on it because i something that i think is important you know like yeah. musicians doing things
2: yeah <laughs> artists musicians, yeah.
1: artists doing cool things yeah mm-hmm. and being from here and coming from you know not a lot of money or coming from a lot of adversity coming from wherever because i feel like we all have that in common um regardless of what it is, you know, uh, like whether it's music or art or journalism or interviewing or production or whatever, I think, you know, or science or math or I think that we all have that. And so yeah. it's good to find like a community there that nurtures it and then that we can really show through journalism and data and interviews like how important the scene is and how much this web, like, just
0: extends
1: oh, yeah. like way way yeah. beyond well,
0: It's vast and vibrant yeah and exactly. i mean everywhere but yeah here is a, a yeah, I know, especially. There are so many options yeah. right it's, just, it's just a gold
1: mine here and i think it's only a matter of time until um companies and people with money really start to see that because i think mm. that they're gonna you know um you know there's just a lot of um You know, there's just a lot of opportunity here, you know, I think. And I think people who move here can move here in the within the last two years and have already like made a name for them for themselves here. And it's a lot easier to get
3: going in this city than a lot of other cities. Yeah. Mm.
1: And the people here have the connects to the other cities where people want to be playing. So it's I feel like it's a really great if you are trying to I think I'm talking specifically about music here. But um, sure. But it's kind of where I'm where my head is at. So not necessarily art. And I'm not as familiar with ingratiating yourself in that scene here, but
0: sure. But no, I mean, I totally agree. I mean, Dallas is, I don't want to say it's overlooked because there's, there's so many phenomenal people that are utilized, whether they're a session, uh, musician or a touring musician or a uh, frontman producer producer, whatever. There's so yeah. many that are in projects that I don't know. I talk about this all the time with people. Though. It's yeah, like, you would never perfect. guess that there's like two cats from Texas in there. Like you just see on, on yeah. almost, I, almost any album. Yeah, no, we yeah.
3: we we when we when, she shortly after the idea came about for Lone Sound. I remember mm-hmm. there was a Spin magazine, and every band on that issue was Texas, and they didn't huh. they didn't they, mention they Texas at all. Yeah, they didn't realize it, and it just kind of to me like because she was already talking about there's a need for this to cover the whole state of Texas and these different areas. Mm. I mean, obviously we're not doing as much because we don't have people out in the other cities, but that's the goal. Sure, um, but it's just um, you know. It was just like it just kind of like proved to me that like, yeah, like there's so much talent coming from Texas and whether what we do shines a light on it nationally or it just makes it so other people in Texas know what's going
0: on. Either way, it's I, there's definitely a need for it. You know, yeah, people so. need to see it. Yeah. Right, and it, and that's a Like, I don't know. Uh, and not even talking about Dallas. I mean, this Houston and Austin, I mean, it's just crazy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, you really
1: can that. just. Yeah. I mean, you can really go. I mean, there are so many. You know, ideas and future ideas that I have in mind. As soon as we get a little bit more like travel and production budget, because even if you go to like small towns, and um, you know, even um, my sister was mentioning it earlier, like the polka scene in like oh, yeah. the hill country yeah. in San Antonio, uh-huh. because of you know, um, and even from there, you know, from Schulenburg, which is like 90 minutes from San Antonio, all the way, down, you know, right all the way around the, you know, Kerrville, all that, you mm-hmm. know, all of that area that there's just a big you know, New Braunfels, obviously, but mm. there's like a big polka scene, but San Antonio is very metal, you know? So I went to high school there. So, oh, okay. um, and, um, yeah, so I moved to Texas from Fort Knox, Kentucky when mm. I was in high school. So went to high school in San Antonio and then came up here to Dallas for school.
0: So, nice. Yeah. My, my wife's family's from San Antonio. So yeah? we're up there all the time. <laughs> cool. Right.
1: It's nice there. Yeah. I mean, the older I've gotten, the more that I really like it. It's mm. like, I feel like I really didn't like it but it really isn't a- I
0: feel like that's growing up huh like yeah because I, I used to feel like that about Dallas <laughs> I was just like what, what's going on like what what is yeah. this city what is I'm just going to hang out in Cedar Hill because I was this little punk in Duncanville yeah <laughs> right? right and then, like I would come down here and I'm like yeah I'll go to the half prices I'll go to the record stores those are cool yeah I'll go to this concert <laughs> down here or whatever but that's alright yeah and then like having total freedom as an adult and so I was like there's a lot of shit going on down there." was great yeah. like yeah. I, used, yeah. I was like it's just businesses down there just yeah. doing business <laughs> right. things but you Dallas know, has
1: grown up a lot I'm oh, sure yeah, it has yeah, right? just since I've been here it's
0: also a very dumb perspective but, but I was also yeah what like 12, 14. So it's right. But I mean, the a city lot. has changed. Right. Yeah. I mean,
1: the city has changed so much and
3: yeah,
0: yeah I... I
1: think the city's grown up and yeah, we've grown up to have, I think a little bit more like sense of pride too. of Like yeah, where you
3: but, hmm. come lo-
1: from too? But
3: yeah, I lived in Austin, uh, like Oh seven, Oh eight. And I mm-hmm. felt the same way about Dallas. It's like, why mm-hmm. would you go there? You know? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but now I'm like, Oh, <laughs> Oh, there's lots of stuff. Going there's so on much. Here. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like,
0: especially this last like 10 years, there's been a, a different type of fostering and investment in the type of arts and stuff in a serious nature or like, like in Deep Elm, I mean, having a lot more liberty of like, putting art in different places. It's just like, I don't know, it's just, it's really spread out rather than mm. like businesses maybe being a little more, uh, unapproachable or like the side, cause I've come from science. So like the sign regulators not allowing certain things oh, to like now allowing certain things because it's, uh, this is a local uh, production or this is a local business. So it's good. Because like I used to have to make those arguments. Like I would go right. and try and put a sign up on a side of a theater and it'd be like that's not allowed under the city ordinance, blah blah blah, so boring. And then so I would so have where to
2: where am I supposed to put that? Right. <laughs> well, I would have to
0: contest it or go to the city council and say this is a hardship on this business. And I have to represent them, like almost like a sign lawyer and be wow. like, This is a hardship on the business because they're trying to expand, but you're the only reason why they're not. You know, basically can't like kind of lying. But yeah, but if they can't see what's happening in that mm. building, how do they know what's happening in that building? Right. They're like, Well will allow seventy five percent of what you're asking for. I'm like, hey, I'll take it, you know, Mm. and then finesse it and get it paid, get it made and put it up. But uh interesting. Yeah, Yeah. but as I was doing that, like I started realizing like, I don't know, they're really leaning on like the cultural stuff down here. And it was Mm. like awesome. It was like it's embraced practically, you
3: know. It's like
0: it's like if it has like a price point or like some really like clear, blunt business message, or a little more judgmental, but it's a if it's a from the community down here they're a little easier um it's been a little bit since i've had to do that but i, I mean yeah but seeing all the people move down here and just seeing the city grow like I, i've been working as an active outside sales rep i mean going all across dfw but so like in our market we have like our jurisdiction basically where like i'm an Got outside it. sales rep but i have to stay within a certain city like i can't Yay. just like fly out to santa fe and be like right. hey i'm this guy from dallas but yeah, you can this is work yours, with it's like your
1: regional your area me. Yeah,
0: like, yeah uh, and um, yeah, so working here for the last seven years, I've just like, obviously, I've learned the city like way better. Yeah, right. But uh, in learning it, I've also been able to witness it expand with mm. accuracy to be yeah. like, that wow, the whole comp that whole little corner of Deep Elm wasn't there and now it's like there's just like high rises everywhere mm-hmm. and it's just nuts not wild. Yeah, oh, yeah it's crazy Westdale is buying up everything yeah and uh <laughs>
1: another conversation for another
0: day <laughs> right <laughs> and it's yeah but it's it's crazy but you know it's cool too because it means that people are investing and moving and clearly I mean
1: right exactly but, that's like that is what it means it's a coveted area you know and this is what happens with every great area right right like every great area gets Mm-hmm. Gentrified. Sure.
0: Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> but it's I don't know it, it just it, but it means that there's eyes on it, you know. Mm-hmm. And when it comes And there's a Patagonia
1: to... store that comes in, you know.
0: <laughs> right. The like, Patagonia sure. stores
1: in and uh um I mean, yeah, but I mean like look at Jade and Clover. Like I'm so happy for, you know, my friend Giselle started that place and now I think they she opened a location in Arizona. I mm, mean, wow. Doing extremely well yeah. and um yeah, she um, yeah, she's a fantastic, you know, just like amazing woman and amazing business owner, um, entrepreneur and yeah, she's awesome. And so I'm really, I think she put it in like a pretty, you know, similar kind of cultural area in Arizona or wherever, Mm -hmm. wherever, I don't know, Hmm. Phoenix, Scottsdale area, something like that. But I think that, um, you know, I think that, Deep Ellum, as a result of that, I think that's great. You know, she ended up, she kind of banked on a amazing location and, you know, right over there by Braindead. And I think during that time, it really gave way to, like, I think what she's doing now. So I'm like, hmm. I think that's really, really cool. You know, just a lot of places of, although during the pandemic, you know, Braindead's gone now. There are some sad yeah. casualties, yeah. but overall, I think Deep Ellum, I mean, that's my neighborhood. I love... Living, I guess I'm technically I'm near double wide. So oh, okay. kind of on the quieter side of Deep Ellum mm. for now. Um, but I love my neighborhood. I love seeing the same people, you know, walk in their dogs every day and, yeah. you know, do the park. So it's a great I think it's still a great place, like a great neighborhood where you still see people. It feels like a neighborhood you know mm, which is just yeah. something i'm not really used to i guess well, it's
0: lively for sure
1: yeah <laughs> you know you got the coffee coffee shop places you know say hi to the coffee shop people it's like one of those i'm like
0: mm. yeah so- well it's 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 a cool spot because everything is still on the smaller scale and it's still very tight so there's within a city block you could you could see a lot going on you know it's <laughs> like a, here there's like a, a building probably taking up the whole block and like then eh, you're gonna see a guy walking right. but like there it's like there's
1: We've got the bodega. We've got the pet shop. We've yeah. got all the restaurants, you know. Yeah, all, but on and like, Fridays and Saturdays,
3: there's, like, thousands of people on the yeah. street oh, down it's there. It is it is nuts. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> true.
1: I mean, that's like Clyde Warren Park on a nice day, though. Oh, like, it's, yeah. Well,
0: it's yeah. a city. And, I mean, stuff, it's absolutely, people, you know, come yeah. into those spots specifically. You put tons of people in a group, they're going to... Gravitate to something. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, it's it's okay. I mean, pretty much anywhere in the downtown area, I feel like on a Friday, Saturday, um, except for downtown, downtown. I feel <laughs> right, like right. still not as busy, I feel like as it could be. Although ATT mm. Discovery District's pretty cool.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I yeah. feel like when it comes to like down downtown, downtown, like really like, you know, just a stone thrown for where we are right now. Like you gotta just know like the little spots. There's a lot of like really cool places, but mm-hmm. some of them are like a bar on like the 10th floor of one of these buildings. And if you don't know it, they don't advertise it, you know, right. and it's like, right. it's really crazy. Like there's this one, they reminded my customers, that's the only reason why I know about it. And Leon Bridges, I think that his album released there was like Catbird. Oh, that's I really. just
1: had, I was just there. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, yeah. Paul so, Coffin. Um, that's where the Paul thing was. Yeah yeah it's mm-hmm. at the thompson hotel um mm-hmm. which is brand new
0: yeah, and it's the lounge clients. oh yeah. they are yeah i did yeah. i did that whole you did oh, the logo no the physical stuff versions oh of them, cool stuff like that,
1: yeah. yeah so i celebrated my birthday there oh, nice. um my mom was like you know we haven't spent our birthdays her birthday is a few days after mine so we haven't hmm. spent our birthdays, birthdays together in like almost 20 years so or something so <laughs> oh, wow. like yeah so this was she's like don't She's like, don't get used to it, you know. But we just did like a little like staycation at the Thompson, cool. and they were absolutely wonderful. Shout out to Jacob at the Thompson; he was great and made it. You know, you're just like it was just a fancy hotel, you know, where they made me feel really fancy. They, <laughs> you know, that's what kind of what you want at something like that. And they just totally got it. They were well, no
0: offense to them because they're my customer, but going there, they pay, they're better. Yeah. All right.
1: Well. <laughs> You would think, but sometimes, you know, you go to a really nice place and they don't, they Hmm. treat you like you shouldn't, you don't belong there, you know? Hmm. And so, and that's never fun. So, um, yeah, I'm like, well, (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) go here, you know? So, but yeah, I had just um, seen um, Paul Cawthon's new album just dropped and his release party was there on Friday. Oh, nice. Which just happened to be on my birthday so we were celebrating my birthday first and then paul's thing second (laughs) but no it was um really really cool up there the entrance is really neat and yeah you can just go whenever um they you don't have to have a reservation for a table but um they have like food and like restaurant kind of foods because it's just not really a There's a bar area, but it's not really a hangout bar, you know, and they have like a few seats. But for the most part, you can just go and you can just get a dinner reservation and, you know, not like a bottle service reservation, you know, and then you can just go enjoy it. But it's a super cool place. And yeah, then they have the Monarch, the restaurant Monarch. Yeah,
0: that place is super fancy.
1: Super (laughs) fancy, but... Cavern was fun and yeah. Um, yeah they it was a really cool cool space. I had you know new hotels are popping up here all the time too. So I really wanted to check it out because yeah. um hadn't hadn't been to a, a new one in a while. So I guess the virgin mm. was the last one. So Yeah.
0: I'm trying to think. Because we did those signs too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. I was trying to think of something else. But um, so anyways, on a different topic, yeah. let's let's try and rein this in a little bit. Yes. Uh because I want to know how you pivoted from journalism to podcasting.
1: Oh yeah, so um, so for journalism, uh, I was working, um, had a few different roles. Uh, had worked after I graduated. I worked for the Dallas Business Journal for a little bit. Hmm. I wound up moving to uh, Colorado and um, got a freelance job working for this guy, doing more of communications and stuff for this app. Mm. So writing press releases, kind of testing the app, like the copy for it. And, um, just kind of dabbling in that, um, moved back to Dallas for a few journalism jobs. And then, um, I ended up leaving that, um, it was just not a fulfilling environment to me anymore. Mm. Um, just for several different reasons. But I think that I had been feeling unfulfilled for a while. Mm. Um, and, um, so I had been, um, I was actually visiting with a few friends at the Belmont hotel. Um, and we were just kind of talking about what we were just talking about, which is, you know, just the, um, breadth of talent and culture Mm. and community here. And Mm -hmm. why aren't people covering this, you know, instead of, you know, other stuff or in addition to the other stuff they're covering. Um, So we really wanted to launch a media outlet. Um, So since the media outlet, however, um, when the pandemic started, um, I mean, honestly, I think after the quarantine happened, I think, We were just really bored. (laughs) And Mm. I feel like we still wanted to let people know what was going on, but we also wanted to let people know, like, what are these musicians and artists doing during the pandemic? Mm, Because this is like, you know, live music, you know, they kept saying like the first to shut down, the last to come back, you know, because of, you know, just so many different factors. Mm -hmm. So we really started the podcast as, um, a component of the Lone Sound umbrella, uh, really just hoping to have honest conversations with people you who are doing incredible things, some really well-known Grammy winners, some not yet. Sure. You know, (laughs) but, um, you know, we recently interviewed Donna Coro. She's an artist from Austin and she has her art on life water bottles. And she recently just had a drawing and she's, you know, she primarily does painting, but it was auctioned off at Christie's or Sotheby's or
2: Hmm. one
1: of those auction houses Mm -hmm. in New York. Uh, Really cool. I think she's just really becoming really like one of our modern like classics of this, you know, really like I think she's really going to be doing some amazing things over the next several years. So, um, yeah, she's great. Um, we interviewed Mark Latiri and, um, Mm -hmm. who, you know, um, Fantastic guitarist, um, guitarist from Snarky Puppy, and yeah. a bunch of other things.
3: Nominated for Grammy last night, didn't we? Yeah, he was. Yeah.
1: Yep. He was nominated for Deep Volume 2, which he talks a little bit about on our episode. Check it out.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Brett Miller. I mean, it was just cool because... Brett Miller from
1: old Ninety Seven. It was just
3: easier mm. to... You know, like, podcasting during the pandemic was really easy with Zoom. So, mm. um, it just... It was like... You know, and everybody was bored. We were really bored. But... Um, You know, it was just a way to keep moving things forward, and it made sense, and it was something we had talked about. But you know, it was was one of those things we're like, well, in the future we're going to do this, and then we're just sitting there with nothing to do. It's
1: almost like therapy, though, too, because other, you know, other people were going through the exact same things and the funny thing was i'm sure you've had probably discovered this in a lot of your interviews is that everybody was on the verge of greatness right when the pandemic oh, happened sure, yeah you know like yeah. everybody there's so much
0: momentum that, yeah yes, everybody. everybody yeah you know
1: mark was like was about to play open up for umphreys at red rocks like and then go on like his europe tour which he just did and i think he just did like another one so i, don't, I think the europe tour was rescheduled and everything's fine but still it was just things like that that were about to just burst like everybody was about to just mm. and yeah. um i felt like lone sound was you know right there too and it was one of those things where it's like okay selling ads to pay for this magazine is probably not the best idea now where everybody's media budgets are completely mm. destroyed yeah. and people are getting cut, yeah. laid off and um you know the you know central tracks advertisers online all pull it out it was just mm. like not a good time yeah. you know to 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 launch and so we were like okay we still want to do this but how do we even how do we even you know begin to do that so i had i like podcasts like and andrew's definitely a like heady podcaster he listens to like more of the, the obscure
3: mm. podcast not just obscure but I, I, the whole range you know you like to dig and
0: find some good stuff yeah uh <laughs>
3: well, yeah i listen to uh you know a lot of conspiracy stuff oh okay not
2: sasquatch right sasquatch bigfoot.
3: bigfoot bigfoot i like that stuff mm. yeah there's something about that it's like it doesn't hurt anybody you don't. you don't have to believe it it yeah. just seems like.
0: Just let your mind wander. Yeah, a know. lot of
3: people have like all these encounter stories. I just, I don't know. It's entertaining to me. Yeah, I've not seen a Bigfoot in my life. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> even sure. I'm not even sure that I want to. I just uh, think it's fascinating. It's interesting to think yeah. about. Yeah. Well, just
1: it. the whole idea that, you know, everybody has, all these people have literally, some of them journalists have literally like sworn up and down, you know, yeah. mm. they've been chasing this dragon.
2: Yeah.
3: Huh. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, thousands of people with encounter stories. So I don't know. You know mm-hmm. but you know there's another one i just got into no dogs in space and they cover like history of different punk album uh, bands
2: oh, through different
3: episodes and yeah that's been one that i've they're just doing the replacements which is a really big influence of mine so that's kind of been cool listening to them
0: mm. So that's cool what's
3: that one called uh no dogs in space no dogs in space. <laughs> yeah why is, it,
0: why is it called that
3: i don't know i think <laughs> i think that this couple does another podcast that i don't know what it is that's more popular it's catchy. but yeah. then they do that's this one and it's like a <laughs> but it's great i mean they're really thorough and they 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 were punks so they were they know what they're talking about mm. but anyway i don't know
1: they're passionate that. about the subject yeah, yeah.
3: that's cool yeah. Yeah. yeah so which is the, i guess really what it comes down to is like you know she, she, Jamie, it was Jamie's vision, uh, you know, but uh, she, we just, we, like, there's nothing happening and we still were like, we have to still do something. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you know, like the role of maybe not a journalist, but the role of like what some of this content stuff, it's like entertaining people. And, you know, that really became clear in COVID when there was not a lot happening and then you could entertain people with just a Zoom like call or a concert right. or so- my friend in Austin did a rock concert and it was literally a bunch of actual rocks and he had like put little <laughs> stickers on them and he would did it for, and it was just at the moment there was like nothing going on. It was hilarious, you know, it just, it's just, you know, so it just shows you that like entertainment is so valuable, mm. you know, covering it, but also, you know, I guess podcast is entertainment on right. its own. Well, just so. giving sure. people the
1: space. I feel like too. like, I love how like Mark Maron's podcast. He just lets people go on. And I felt like, You know, there wasn't a lot of space sometimes. And as a journalist, I really love to paint the picture and like find the words, you know, and tinker with it, tinker with Mm. like the structure and really make sure that I'm like juicing out like the best possible, like, you know quotes and the best possible picture I can put together Hmm. of this person and of, of who they are. But I also, um, I also just like the idea of, you know, somebody's in their zoom, in their zoom apartment is just so organic and real. And, you know, people are saying like, Oh, you know, like I, have thought about quitting every single day since then or you know it's it's mm. really hard or you know like i some days are really great some days are not so great or you know the biggest challenge for me was da da, and i'm like huh i that resonates with me and it just feels yeah. it felt really therapeutic to just feel like we can even though we couldn't hang out with each other or be six feet you know mm. it felt like it was a different way of connecting and well, it was more you know, genuine
0: because i like when I went to school, podcasting was not on the table of like, this is a, a oh. route you can take to, you know, make Me your either. career. It was we like- had
1: like blog one, like and then they had a blog two. like it wasn't even like mm, the- blogger sphere was like not that big yet. Yeah. Well, no. I, I was in like- high
3: school in the 80s. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I remember it, we had an Apple class in college and it was like the most basic like, oh, OK this is an apple computer it was yeah right. i'm old sorry this you,
0: continue this is how you type
3: kids yeah. continue i've
1: had yeah. like one gigabyte i did like
3: have one class.
2: gigabyte
3: of yeah. Yeah, storage no computers <laughs> in the school um yeah okay anyway continue yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay. I remember what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going to say that uh, as as I started to warm up to the medium of, of a podcast, because I didn't even relate it as like a blog. Like when I was in school, like I would, anyone that ever brought it up was either like it was like some NPR thing or mm-hmm. it was like a comedian doing something. So that's all like it was rounded off to be. It's mm-hmm. like that's like, what NPR does because they already have money or they have money. Yeah. And it's like a comedian just like filling the time. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. That's not. And then my sister would like send me, like, over the years, she's like, hey, you should really check out this podcast. It's a professor that does this and he lives without it. And I'm like, hmm. Okay. And, yeah. and then, like, I would start it, but I wouldn't go back to it because I just. I didn't understand it. And then one day she sent me something that like broke through all the mud of, yeah. of muddy thoughts of like, yeah, but it's just like a guy talking, but then realizing like, Oh, there's a lot of personality. Right. Yeah. You know. yeah right. You yeah. kind of
1: like, kind of, you just really start to, you know, be drawn to the people themselves yeah. and then the way that they're delivering it, yeah. you know, yeah. like the stuff you should know guys, you know, like they're mm. just so dry and sarcastic that you just really like it. I can't listen to more than a couple episodes cause I get
0: mm. like, really. Like, <laughs> well, but, it's like some, some of her funny, like the, uh, uh, it's Always Sunny podcasts. Like Okay,
1: I've heard about this like one.
0: Let's yeah. listen to, to a recent one. And they were kind of like making fun of themselves, saying like, is this really interesting? Like all we're mm-hmm. doing is talking about like stupid little stories, remember from when we were filming. Like the, are, y'all, are yeah. y'all having fun? Like, yeah. I, mean, right. I think it's interesting. Like millions of people are watching it. And like, yeah. I guess it's interesting. Uh, yeah, but it's like exactly. to, to them, it was just like I'm just yeah. talk, recapping and talking about things. Like, yeah, but people yeah. relate to that. And that's why yeah. – uh, my my podcast is very like open conversational because those are the ones i was drawn to every time like mm-hmm. nothing it's conan but like you know like his is like super produced to where like mm-hmm. there's like a music for every little transition then there's like multiple stopping points for ads and i was like i was disrupted multiple times in my pleasure like no, yeah. i don't want to sound like selfish or like you should have talked to jeff goldblum for way longer <laughs> yeah. but they were on a nice tangent and i was like oh that's really cool and then like Jeff gets in one more quick, you know, comment, and it's like a quick word from yeah. Ned yeah, yeah. like, Oh my god! I, I want to hear about Jurassic Park. Like, yeah, what? well, <laughs> I think it's partially
3: because how much they got to pay Conan to even do that, and so well, the budget sure, is. They need I, the. You right, know, also I also think
0: that's like, old school production.
3: Yeah, it is. You know, yeah. it's like
0: let's interrupt the content yeah. mm-hmm. to give the ads because they, that's that's how oh, well, that, it's runs, the opposite so.
3: there's a lot i listen to when they're in the middle of an interview and like they it's like the, the whoever produced it didn't even listen to where they're cutting it off oh like, there's a few like that and i'm like Dang. really you know they're experienced gonna do that. us
1: dirty like that they, like the I listener mean, yeah. and that is a journalism a thing, thing yeah. right like yeah. we're in service of the audience yeah. or of mm. the reader or of the listener yeah. and so mm. you know like that's what I think people are, you know, that's yeah. what we're trying to do. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. You know, but when sometimes the commercials, when a big podcast mess up or it has like, yeah. I'm like, ha, I'm a stick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right.
0: Yeah. So you listen to Quest Love Supreme. It's like, her audio sounds like shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it happens.
1: <laughs> right? Exactly. When, I'm <laughs> when, I'm, when, I'm, like, when I was listening to like Alana, whenever she was on it, mm. I was like, oh, man, like people are moving back and forth. Like you can just oh, hear. yeah.
3: Clinky clink. Yeah. In the oh, okay. right. Now, you know, my wife. Producing, yeah, but guess what?
1: But it's <laughs> but one day when we're as big as Questlove, we don't have to worry about any of that. We'll just leave it all in.
3: I mean, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> like we can leave it in now. Yes,
0: but why uh, that's, that's me. <laughs> Oh, you just leave it all in <laughs> well no i'm saying it's like but in the meantime that's all me having to oh right right right, oh, right. All yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. little niche things like yeah like when i interviewed uh joe dyson I, I was able to interview him like a few hours before they went on at the majestic oh, and so cool. i was in his Love green that. room but it's, wow. the, it's the majestic green room so you know a historic theater green room yeah is like a teeny tiny little thing yeah <laughs> right? and it, and like and it had this weird like half hallway thing that was making the craziest echo and so like man it took me a, a i mean i one, I was so, like, nervous and, like, because I, I, I really respect Joe. Uh, but, like, I was so excited. But then, like, afterwards, like, I was just – I put in so much work. And like and, I, and I'm and i still – I mean, whenever you really respect something, you think you can always do a little bit better. So, in my exactly. mind, I'm always, like, there's still a slight little reverb or a little echo that I just oh, think right. could be a little more formed up. But it right. was just because the setting we were in was this tiny, tight room with crazy right. echo. Yeah, and, like, yeah, I put, like, my – because it was cold at that point. This was, like, in January or February. So, I had, like, my big – coat and i try and like Muffles make some, some If kind of, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. it did evident work it's a closet it's a, it's yeah. a coat closet it's a sound like yeah. yeah oh it's intense yeah it's like you're in a church well and also um i love joe but like he 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 talks so so softly uh-huh. and i'm a very i <laughs> pronounce so right. intensely and 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 obviously i try and rein it in i'm not trying to like yell in his face but in that tiny room it felt like it sound and in the recording it sounded like I was yelling because he's like yeah and you know and I went and I would do this and then I'd be like oh wow it's really interesting <laughs> right and then-, and then you would hear this in his mic you just hear just like blah, oh blah, yeah' blah, blah, you blah, hear just the... like, yeah just my little washed out yeah. <laughs> and, oh my gosh uh, right, yeah, yeah. it's like a billion edits of like bring that down you ever- and obviously yeah. I put like gate on and made it as easy as I could on myself but
1: right see so he does all of that stuff yeah, currently yeah, so yeah. that's like wow. what
0: I would say, yeah like so I'm just trying
1: to make it yeah I'm like so, uh, I'm just you. trying to make it Easier. but
3: i mean i don't know like the thing is like i said i'm older and so i i definitely have like some archaic views probably and so i try to be open well i try to be open i try to like sometimes I'm like well it should be this way and then i'm like well why should it be that way like no, where, sure. where did that come from you know and so
1: yeah, yeah sometimes i'm just well i'm just scra- a little scrappy by nature so i feel like sometimes i'm just like well we can't do it like that right now so we're gonna Jerry. Yeah. It, you know? You yeah but it. I mean, yeah. I
3: get, I, it's been good for me, though, to like just kind of like allow the like, I'm trying to make her vision come true in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's it's been cool to, like, step back and go, OK, well, you know, you do not know everything and and, and nobody knows everything. And like, you know, this is a personality. That's basically what we're doing. Like for the podcast, uh, Jamie becomes the personality, like the, mm, the voice yeah. of the whole. And, it, you know, she pretty much is like the voice of the whole. Project in a lot of ways, so sure. it's just it's cool. It's been a good process, I think, for uh you know learning
1: curve for me. Hmm. To be fair, so yeah.
3: Oh, I, for all both, I mean, this is the first time I've done a podcast too. I mean, hmm. I've, d- I've done a few other ones now. I was working a little bit with yeah. Dallas Morning News for this this one, and man, talk about technical stuff on that one. I don't so. want to go into it, but Andrew hosted open
1: mics and did. Stuff you know, acting stuff. So yeah. for me, being you know in journalism school, basic audio/video was my least favorite
0: mm. thing. That
1: was uh, everybody had to do that. Had yeah, to do I broadcast. The,
0: I was the other way. I, I leaned heavily into the broadcasting, and the writing, and that. Stuff was not like that. Was that yeah. was the bottom part of mine? Oh yeah, so i like the exact opposite yeah. of you.
1: <laughs> I was like, uh, I just need a pen and paper, or you know, please like give me Microsoft Word, and I'm yeah, good I'm like, to go. Yeah, Final Cut of <laughs> Yeah, well,
3: I feel like there was a moment where we're, we're still talking about doing this, where it wasn't clear if you were going to be the host, or there's going to be other hosts or guest hosts. We were like right. talking about well, a lot of stuff.
1: Eventually. I think that you know, never say never. It made
3: well, it made the most sense. Yeah, because I mean, who's going to talk be for you? In
1: control of everything forever, you know. <laughs> well, true, but I'm just but.
3: saying, like for this, it's like your voice. At least for for now, it's important that yeah. that's the person that's asking the questions. I feel like so.
1: Right. I guess you know. I think we were, at the very beginning, at least, we were trying to figure out, you know, what you know, how lone sound, you know, what our brand voice is, you sure. know, but um and um i think that we're always going to be evolving it but i do think that our voice is a friendly voice for sure you know Mm. so it's friendly it's approachable um and that's what i want Lone sound to be but i think it's also a glimpse of something you might not necessarily see in the typical magazines that you read you know it'll be familiar to you you know but it'll also be like you know it's a second guess. you'll be like oh wait like damn, like that's, that's our city. That's our, our fashion designer. That's our musicians, you know, yeah. and that's kind of what I want it to be like, wow, that's crazy. Like machine guns, Kelly's guitarist is from here. And, you know, he has a wild like pandemic story. Like he was working at Amazon, like in between tours with black pink, like the wow, biggest, that's
2: crazy.
3: you
1: know, like you're like, how the hell. And yeah. you yeah. know, Justin
3: like, Lyons was talking about, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, he's just, and I mean, he's just the most, um he's the most incredible human i you know i think he deserves every bit of success and even more he's doing a lot of things but he's as a positive spirit and incredibly talented and mm. you know just fun you know loves fashion like you know definitely get along with all that all that kind of stuff but he's a creative and you know many sorts of the word so
0: yeah well and and generating a platform for those artists and uh, either artists like we were talking about they were uh, on the cutting edge before the pandemic or they're still on the up and up or they're just starting to give someone a platform and a consistent platform. You 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 give the audience that you would you would hope is looking for these people. You you, you give them a channel. You know, you're giving right. them a, an, an outlet not to just like uh, um, see one person that they like, but to understand that it, it uh, they 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 complement and it, it's it's a compounding interest of like of media. It's not just like, oh, I I like Blackpink. I'll check out their guitarist You know, conversation, yeah. and you listen to it, and then you understand. Like what you were saying, you're building the brand and the personality of the show, and then yeah. you, hopefully, as as the show goes on, you 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 execute, and you're able to explain yourself almost without explaining yourself and right. and the people understand like oh if i like if i like him and her then her plus mm-hmm. anyone else might, might be good so. yeah and right? then you give them the like, chance yeah yeah
1: because i mean not necessarily it's like do i listen to black pink on the reg or machine on the reg like sure you know you know maybe not but did i you know i have seen a like you know i can get down to black pink i can get down to, <laughs> you know i can like i can pretty much get down to pretty much every, like every genre of music, you know, Mm. like find me something, but I can appreciate it if it's not what I turn on in my car, so to speak, you know, and I've always really been, you know, with Justin, it's really interesting because for Machine Gun Kelly, I feel like it's bringing back my like emo days (laughs) for Mm. these, for this generation. It's like, Hmm. I mean, I don't really... I, I mean, I can't... But, you know, this that time, that was just like an era and time of, like, Good Charlotte, New Found Glory, and Taking Back Sunday, and Thursday, and, like... Yeah. I mean, that whole, like... All era- the Warp Tour band. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the Warp Tour generation. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is that... I mean, the way people go crazy for Machine Gun Kelly. I mean, yeah, I was down cra- there... It's
0: kind of out, out there. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I guess it's nuts. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's just insane. And Blackpink, too. I mean, they were, like, the most... Like, 2020, I think they were, like, the most, like, lucrative female pop band Mm. in the world. Wow. So, yeah, which I guess makes sense because you don't think that they're, you know, I can't really think of a lot these days. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, so it's really cool to see that. But, yeah, it's like, you know, you do that, you come back home, everything's dead. And, I yeah, it's really interesting to hear, you know, everybody's story is just really different and their goals are really different too you know i yeah. mean um
0: or their perception of what they think someone in their field is doing they like i don't know prioritizations like because when everyone got checked like well what were you working on well, i was i was exactly. trying to work on my own solo thing it's like well no, i don't know well, if no, i should do you know it's yeah. just it's really interesting to realize like because i mean that's that's how i started the show is like when when half our market and signs and graphics you know is events so when half oh, our market right. closed overnight yeah, uh, Like we were just saying, I had a lot of time. Um, and so I just looked back on my literal investments. Like, you know, who's this friend that like, we were like best friends in high school. And we haven't talked in like two years. Like I'm just gonna call him. Like, yeah. sorry, <laughs> call him. like hey Mike, how you been man? And we're like, yeah. now we're caught up and like doing great. And like, okay, what's something else that like, I, I hate, kind of hate myself for not still honoring in a way. And, and yeah, and it was like certain a- aspects of school and then realizing like, like I really love podcasts now. Like mm-hmm. it's always been in my head that it's like, you could have done that, but you didn't think it was a good idea, but you're yeah. not even to do it anymore. So just let it roll. You know? And it's like, yeah, yeah you know what? Just let it go. I'm, I'm making money. I'm fine. Yeah. Know? what's the problem? Well, now there's a problem. And right? so, and uh, yeah. And so I, I just, I don't know. I've always said this about myself. I've always been very frustrated with my high school self. I feel like a lot of people would say that, yeah. but, mm-hmm. but the biggest frustration is that I put years into truly being passionate about, working, uh, doing this type of work, mm-hmm. um, and not having the methodology and maturity and an intelligence that I have now as a, uh, a business to business, like networking outside sales rep yeah. that understands how the world works now, you know, yeah. not 18 year old emotional me. I was like, Oh, this is too much. <laughs> and, uh, now I just realized, or I did realize, uh, when the pandemic shifted everything that <laughs> it's like, this is what I want to do. It, 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 it marries everything that I've ever envisioned about what i want to do you know like owning my own business being a graphic designer uh being a networker i'm I'm the son of two preachers so i've always been a a speaker and outreach you know ministry person so it's like networking and stuff is like it 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 makes me feel great like to connect with someone it's not just like like oh yeah and i know this guy now it's like awesome i fucking know this guy now like it's like it's a really it's a real feeling it's not just like a Okay, and and, or if I ever tell you, hey, if you need anything, call me. Uh I'm not just saying that so you think I'm a cool guy. I'm like actually, why didn't you call me? And (laughs) like I like uh, like I know there's. I'm not like a huge astrology person but there's people in my life that are and I'm a Capricorn that's like mm. apparently like one of the things is you know it's like <laughs> very loyal up front and all that kind totally. of Totally. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah apparently I fit the bill but uh, yeah. it's it's just I don't know it's always been my thing so when I looked at podcasts as an idea of, of production because again it, I still had that old lineup of thinking like that's not an option right. but, yeah, but then right. you also get in one the other ear, you know Joe Rogan just got paid how much to be an exclusive on like what and it's yeah. like well, that's outrageous mm-hmm. right and, uh, like, there's like, well, is well. money
1: in this in the medium yeah. for sure yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It,
0: there. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I also know that if you can build it yourself, it's even more lucrative than having to, you mm-hmm. know, work the channels by working for a label or through a different company. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes, it might be a little slower on the beginning, but it'll be more worthwhile. And uh, speaking of that, uh, as of today, I just got my logo f- federally trademarked. So. Oh,
2: Heck, Heck yeah. yeah nice. I,
0: I just got that message like 10 minutes before. Oh, nice. really cool. Music Mythology? Yeah. Heck yeah. Very, very, very right, on, I think it's on you alls It's not mine, but the little MM. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, this. So yeah. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so now you can't touch that. Yeah, No <laughs> one okay, yes. can use that now hey. unless my blessing. But anyways. Very so,
2: cool. So
0: yeah, I don't know. I just, I have represented, evolved, and planned so many other businesses' moves and branding aspects that you know, when I had all the time in the world, I just started. It was very awkward. Um, I had to practice. I had to turn it inward. You know, I don't. That's why when I went to school for production work, I wanted to be behind the camera. Mm. I was never this like, give me the microphone. Like, give me. Yeah, put see, me in the. That was know, me. Put me on the marker. <laughs> I, I was like, the I'll opposite. Be on
1: teleprompter and yeah. like just yeah. send me back. I was like, all I was would rather much like draft the copy for the stories mm. or, and then do teleprompter. You know, that was yeah. one of my things. I
3: went to school for acting, so <laughs> <laughs> I flipped the script on myself. I'm now mm. behind the camera. This is
0: very weird to be in front of anybody right mm. now. Well, I mean, that's what I am yeah. right now. I mean, like, yeah, my first ones, like, I don't know, my first ones I didn't like record video for, but I still felt like, because you're like on on record or like yeah, whatever, exactly. you know, <laughs> yeah. just, like, oh, my God. Or like what I always tell people. <laughs> after the interview, I was like, I hope I talked good. Did yeah. I, you know, did talk, good? Did I talk at least good. You well, know? Yeah. But it goes back to what but. you
3: said. It's like, you know, no, you didn't talk good if you're gonna ask, <laughs> if you're gonna ask like a theater school teacher, but d- d- your personality came through and that's what's important. Mm, I mean, that yeah. was a disconnect I had when I went to theater school at some points. Mm. it's just like we're supposed to do it this way it's like yeah but that's not how it's being felt so why would you do it that way but well because yeah. we have to do it the certain way it's like yeah yeah it seems like the world is less like that now than it used right. to be and so I, right I, and well,
0: that's that's the thing that made me obsessed with podcasts was was that nature was that whole conan dynamic where i was like mm-hmm. why did you just interrupt Goldblum? yeah yeah <laughs> like, it, right it, it literally <laughs> i remember i was driving i don't remember why but i remember i was driving to austin listening to that podcast and i was like why did that just happen? Yeah. Like, and, and, and it stuck with me for like a week. I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to make a point. I, I you know, I started looking for really like random eclectic podcasts, too, because it like, pissed me off from like the major, like, yeah, like, so like the mainstream, like, mainstream of podcasts. Through. Yeah, because yeah. well, they, they, like, <laughs> they have a certain yeah. time r- regimen that they're
3: trying to stay within. And, like, yeah. that's and then fit the ads right. in and get it.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, and it, it's like I, I get it. But that it also just it just it it feels like the laugh sign just came on above the audience. You know, it's <laughs> right. like I get that you should you have to have that. But honestly, you need to adapt to the medium a little I, bit better. I mean,
3: that's the thing when I like she like you know, she's I don't want to talk too much with her not being here. But yeah. she's not like a trained on air personality. And, I, you know, I think she was more self-conscious so than I was worried about it. Mm. But um Again, it's like it, it. looks like what it looks like. I mean, in real life, she's somebody that people are, are attracted to, engaged with, and so it just comes through, and that's why it works. You mm. know, so
0: yeah. Well, and and just like uh, carrying your your energy into it. I mm-hmm. mean, like if you, if because I mean I've had to check myself. Like like I said before, like getting nervous and talking to someone. I'm like, like yeah, maybe to. The next thousand people you ask, they're like, "I barely know who that is." But to me, I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I'm the right. this person right now." And and I I don't know. I just that that keeps me. I don't know. I'm very practiced though, because I'm an outside sales rep, so I get nervous all the time. Like <laughs> the right. cold call people are like sure. walking into this business that has no idea who I am or that I'm coming. Uh, but I just you know you want to be accepted and validated. You don't want to say something dumb. But it's always great when you uh, you get someone on and you're you're feeling nervous. Because I've started to I've started to ride that wave a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Like I, I never get over it because I don't yeah. think you ever do. No. But to feel that and to utilize that energy like as momentum and not as a detractor. Like right. oh, I'm really nervous. Like I was just talking to a DJ last night about this. Uh, like that means you still really, really care. Oh like yeah, that, same thing with
3: acting. It's like,
0: you know, people are like, oh, you've done this many.
3: And it's like, yeah, I still got nervous. Like, if you don't get nervous, then you're phoning it in, I feel like. Yeah, or, you know? you,
0: or you're or you starting to slip on how much you really care about Yeah, it. yeah, your heart's not in it. It's yeah. true,
3: you know? So yeah, so you have to use the nerves, like yeah. you said, because they're not going away.
0: Yeah, and, and like, yeah, it sucks, because sometimes you have to balance out. You're like, oh, I feel like, uh, like cause- Well, I mean, look, you can break down yourself and, at, at any point when you're on
3: camera. And like, what I learned long time ago is just don't Right. You know, yeah. you, you know, the, the problem is that you have to edit. So you have to listen to yourself. <laughs> I mean, she's still she doesn't. I mean, oh, man. Time. She has to go through and she does. We have a whole process where she'll do a first edit and then I'll go and I'll do mm. I'll like she'll be notes. It's not edits. like she's like, but she's making the calls and I'm like editing at that. And then now we added video. So there's this whole graphic element. And now you know, I'm
1: having to watch myself and listen to myself.
2: Which is <laughs> yeah,
3: really. <laughs> weird. Oh, by the way, my mom said you look very attractive in that photo.
1: Oh, yeah. I know I need to, I I've been remembered. having anxiety because I'm going to respond to everybody, but it's going to take me like an hour. And so I've had anxiety my birthday's on the first and I'm like, mm. fifth, it's like the last day I really need to, instead of being like, thanks so much. If I didn't get back to you, yeah. sorry, yeah. you know, I'm like, yeah.
2: mm. I, I'm like, that's
1: so nice of people to wish me happy birthday, you know, because. Well, I don't she know. wasn't
3: wishing you happy birthday. She was just saying you look good in the photo.
1: Well, <laughs> I think that was nice. I think
3: it's nicer, you know? Yeah. <laughs> instead,
1: I'm like, oh. Thank you. I did have a great birthday. Yeah. <laughs> no. So do you have any people on your bucket list you really want to interview?
0: Oh, that's, that's a, that's a loaded question, lady. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where to start with that. Cause right. I don't even know where to start with my own. Like, that's like asking me like, uh, uh, uh who do you have on your, in your, your iTunes? Like, Oh God. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. I, I, I really, it's just really hard to say, but honestly, if there was someone like, like, I'll just give you a handful. Like, if these were ones yeah. where, like, someone texted me or, like, called me and be like, hey, buddy. Turns out Dan Arbach is the cousin okay, of, yeah. of so-and-so. And he's willing, He's going to be in your area. Like, I probably would be mute the whole time. Like, I'd probably just be like, like, talk. <laughs> I've, I've, just do your thing. You know, yeah, like, yeah, I, would just, right? I just feel like I would be so taken back. But, like, like and Patrick Kearney, too, he's great. But I, yeah. I, I really respect Arbach. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm a musician too. Um, I play a little bit of everything, but the thing I probably have the most time invested in uh, is guitar. And and the first songs I learned were Delta blues and, mm-hmm. and Black Key songs. So yeah, Barbox that Chula Homa
1: been, album is like fantastic. No, it's and yeah. he, Dan Arbox whole he penned a great tribute to uh, why the they covered junior? the album. Yeah. yeah, and he was just saying, you know, he was in college in the Midwest, and he dropped out of college essentially after mm-hmm. just like just like listening to this album over and over and over and over again. And so, yeah. and he was like, I didn't need my school teachers. Like junior Brown was now my teacher, you know? And it mm-hmm. was just, it was, it was really, really cool. It was really, really beautiful. But I was like, damn, that's yeah. good. well, you and can- That's,
0: that's a guy who really takes music seriously and not in some like theory way, but in like the soul of it. And, and because like, yeah, like Kim Burrow is like, is a huge yeah, influence junior Burrow, on obviously, him. Yeah. But then, uh, You had like Sun House and you had like Mississippi Fred McDowell. And there's all these people that, I mean, this dude was obsessed with. Like not just like, oh, I like that music. I mean, he was like really into it. And so, you know, so much to the point where like, yeah, their early sound was in that and they do the tribute album to to Junior. But then they do Delta Cream at the height of like, their career and mm-hmm. it's still just like popping off is because these guys know what they're doing and, yeah, the, and, I was like, and how the, do
1: they make so much noise and it's just these couple of guys you know but it's so you could just i could listen to their music all like all day and always pick something out oh, different yeah. that i love about it for it's sure it's phenomenal yeah so.
0: and, then, and then when they got popular and, and worked with uh you know danger mouse i mean i love danger mouse so uh it, it's great it's just different you know it's just you got separate the artists and their different eras you know and you understand like you know the 2004 dan is definitely not the 2020 dan it's like but that's right. not a problem <laughs> you know it's like that's you should expect him to evolve
1: right but, exactly
0: well yeah he's definitely up there uh yeah i don't know this is super hard um like quest love would be crazy i would he he'd would probably be like <laughs> he'd probably be the one that i'd be most nervous for not because of like like notoriety and, and like I just respect him so much but like him and Jack White like if I ever interact with them I would be so nervous just because they are such nerds like they are such <laughs> music people that like I just feel like if I asked like a question that they've already been asked like four years ago they'd be like you yeah. know I'm tired of answering <laughs> even though it's like it, it, just because their memory is so crazy I mean it's just you talk you listen to the way they talk and describe things and it's just it's nuts just the way they're huh. able to just like pull data out of like these old reflections of memories mm-hmm. or just like i don't know or like how obsessed they were with the liner notes to really understand who was oh, involved yeah. and what was involved and they that's still how remember you know. that.
1: that's how you yeah i was like that's how you know um i was in the car with Sput, who um spot who is the drummer for toto now but he's yeah. also in ghost note and um he was you know formerly with snarky puppy and you know on all of the early stuff and um, I finally introduced myself to him about three years ago, I guess, maybe four now, probably. I introduced myself to him at Jazz Fest. Mm. So yeah, four years ago. And finally being like, such a big fan, like I live in Dallas, you're in Dallas, would love to interview you sometime. I worked for a magazine at the time I did. Mm. Um, not my magazine, but I just went mm. was like you know i was just shooting my shot you know and so um he's like yeah 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 absolutely you know um because and you know and the rest is history now and then he called he called me in like 2020 in the summertime and was like hey do you and andrew like have some availability we're like yeah we don't really have like shit going on right (laughs) now you know so yeah he's like well we're in a recording studio with mono neon and xavier and i'm like is ghost not here he's like no this is completely separate I don't really know what's going on, but it's awesome. Like, we just don't know yet. And so I was like, I will be there. But um, hearing him talk about the same thing, I mean, we were driving to Arkansas like two weeks ago and he was like, I had like my shuffle on my, you know, Mm. I just have my shuffle on and Jimmy Smith just comes on and he like wakes up from a nap and is like, this is like one of my favorite, it's like my favorite Jimmy Smith album. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like 1972, right? And we're like, I don't know, look it up. But he's like, Nineteen seventy-two, And then he's like, yeah, this person played bass on it. Mm. And, you know, and Xavier's like, what? But, yeah, he's <laughs> literally like that. And I always read the liner notes, too, or my CD envelopes, you know, my little mm. CD packets. Mm-hmm. I would always read that stuff, too. But I like to read them now knowing that I'm like I can – I am know who this person is. I know what their legacy is. And this is yeah. why this is important. So hanging out with them definitely – gave me like a new education and appreciation for all that
2: stuff
0: so oh yeah well i mean as you get into any upper echelon of some industry or profession you just start to you get these you just yeah you just get these uh, encounter these crazy characters that have like this a mind for it that is like it's beyond sticky it's like it, it's like they because it cares so much they're it's it's like a it's like a religion it's like they 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 want to know it so that they'll honor it right the next yeah, time, you know, right? and then like that's what it's all about, you know, yeah. it's like
1: taking it seriously, like, you know, like that's the they're they're just like the the, the vehicle almost, right. you know, as versus, you know, even like people have described it as it's like it's coming through them, you know, as oh, yeah. it's not, you know, the music is coming through them. It's not theirs you know like once it's released like it's not theirs anymore mm. you know it's and i think spot says that too which i think is really beautiful you know it's like people yeah. can love it people can hate it but it's not ours mm. you know which i think is just really cool it's like that's how you know you know it's not it's for the people you know that's what podcasting it's partly for us you know because we do <laughs> kind of like it, we enjoy it but we hope that you know it's for the people and other people will also find something that they can relate to or yeah. entertained by or you know be challenged a little bit by whatever it is yeah you know?
0: I mean that's why I like it whether it's like a hyper informative like it's a, literally a professor like talking about a topic that they've studied forever on yeah or it's like a super casual podcast like I just feel like there's always something uh, well just like we're talking right now with a passionate musician any you give them any piece of work and they'll there's always going to be some perspective on it they're going to try and find because it's they're connecting to it and it's the same thing I feel like with either bookend of a type of podcast it, uh-huh. it's still a, a human trying to relate to other humans and as long as they're not you know being t- some kind of like a crazy offensive or or just like terrible and non-communicative like yeah. individual <laughs> then like you, you you'll, you'll probably give your ear in if there's nothing right. else going on and 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 the only difference between interesting and non-interesting or music and noise is the the listener it's the you you get to choose if it's if it's, that looks crazy. It's like, yeah, that is look crazy, but I like that. And I'll call it art, yeah. you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. And, and so it's always interesting, like what you were just saying too, like how being a producer or the creator, how you can get so obsessed, you know, just like a painter being so zeroed in on this tiny part that they haven't even stepped away to look at this whole thing that they've worked on forever about. Yes. It. And they just think that, oh my God, I cannot get this, you know, dotting right or whatever. And then you step back and realize everybody's gonna know. That's the tiniest problem that that you only you're focused on. Yeah. Like you know, like for me, because some of the, the some of them are more formal, some of them are pretty casual. It's like sometimes like I like my opening to be like I, we're still kind of like warming up. it's Yeah. Like, you, yeah. you know, because it's like I'm still warming up to what's about to happen. So it's right. like, I <laughs> right? Maybe when I hit play, I don't really want the. So how long have you been? Yeah. And like yeah. I just jump right into no, it. Yeah, we're like, the same oh, way. Yeah, kinda. yeah. Yeah. And 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 I. Hey guys. Like,
1: Give me an amuse bouche. Yeah. I always start off with a hey guys. Hey guys. Let I'm me tell you why But.
0: <laughs> but it gets
3: her going. It gets her to the moment. You know, every yeah. time.
1: Yeah. And I agree, though, warming up. I mean, I think that, you know, even when you're interviewing people, you know, you usually try to start them off with softball questions. The first being like, how do you spell your name? You know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's <laughs> like very easy, like and you live here in Dallas. Like, OK, cool. OK. You know, like just easy stuff, even in the moment when you've got to do a quick interviews you know Mm -hmm. that i think it's like nobody wants to be jarred like that to just you know you're coming in it's like you're like you know especially in an interview where somebody's is is gonna like see you for you you know and you're gonna be seen you know you kind of want to yeah just make sure that kind of in good hands so to speak yeah you know
0: (laughs) but but if anything like again getting into that aspect of feeling something's too produced like i i like the idea of like this is how real conversation happens so Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna display it in this organic fashion like mm-hmm. that just makes it feel better like right? I, I just i don't know
1: is that from us being like you know yearning for the analog days where there was like no really f- no filters and not a certain look that everybody had mm-hmm. where everything was you know i just wonder where it's like this is not how people look and i mean i get that it was like when we were younger too we had oh, barbie yeah. obviously you know but even with the filters and stuff it's like everybody has been face tuned and everybody has like Really defined cheekbones and like really I, full eyebrows and stuff. Or, you I know, I think it's even
0: more, there's another level to it. You know, it's like just the concept of having social media in the mix at all. There, right? Everyone Cause
1: whatever you're posting is
0: your what you've highlight. curated, it's your yeah. highlight reel, yeah. you know, yeah. and so. I think there was the not the early years, the adolescent years of everyone adopting to social media and and like finding it really like fun and like, oh, wow, we're so connected, blah, blah. blah. And not even really look like I haven't used Facebook in eight years um, with the intended purpose of like, I know who my like tribe is and like who people that I stay connected to. Because, again, like son of a preacher, like I've always like called people and reached out to people and like I don't come for money. So, like, I didn't get a cell phone to like way along. So, like, yeah. I was very adapted to like, I'll call you at your house. I'll go see you. Like it was mm-hmm. like, I don't know, just living in this virtual and also going to high school during a time when there was Facebook, I had two different planes of reality where I had to be myself. I had to be myself yeah. in in the physical nature and then I had to make sure I was backing it up online. Yeah, And right. so like <laughs> it, realizing like at a certain point, this is when I like turned it off. I was like, this is exhausting. Like it one, is. that's not always me. Uh, and two, like I am taking way to an account like the metrics on like how my stuff is playing with these people that I should already just be happy to know. Like I just, Oh, it's way too intense. Right. And, and so I you think, overthink
1: little things. Oh, well, so-and-so yeah. didn't like this. Mm-hmm. Or I wonder if, is this, you know, is this the algorithm or are they just not liking it True. or, you know, or whatever it's, it's is it because exhausted I, look- us.
2: Yeah.
0: I think yeah. it really has. And so it's media that's more natural. Uh, and honestly, I think the pandemic kind of helped like check people to like, like, now we can only interact digitally like at all i mean i was like this where like i was talking to a lot of people but it was only like through facetime and it's constantly saying like man i can't wait to see you and then once we finally got to see each other like man it wasn't just like yeah we're gonna hang out it was like it was like an event it was like man i am like stoked like this (laughs) is great and so now i just feel like or hopefully that those types of dynamics have seeped into uh, uh, other events and media where it's like "Ah, that's a little too like through too many filters and lenses to feel like it's really you know um, whoever the personality is but it's like I I don't know it keeps it approachable and real
1: it's true because well sometimes it's like you know obviously when a celebrity comes on they're probably doing like a publicity tour right so it's like they usually have a movie coming out you know or something some news just broke they just won something you know but they're usually trying to promote something so you know you do obviously want to be like what's new with you They're like, well this is it you know and Mm -hmm. some of it is definitely what the PR person wants them to say and some of it I think is probably how they really feel about writing about receiving the script about you know playing the character about all these different challenges they had to go through to play this role or whatever Um, so I do think that you know there's both but I think that when the conversation starts to just go a little bit you know off the road a little bit I think is when you really do get to develop like the personality because yeah. obviously you know like they have you on here you know you're going to want to promote what you're doing right something right. like your work that you're proud of obviously but also like you know when I get to hear about you know this is what I was you know I really in my spare time I really like cooking or you know or right. whatever like I, it's like,
0: amazing I, to find out a hobby of someone that you know like you have only ever known that they're a killer guitarist you yeah. like yeah oh man I, I love you like tofu I love tofu you're like what okay that's <laughs> alright man <laughs> do yeah, it yeah no definitely yep, <laughs> you know, like, cool. right
1: yeah it's like oh yeah well I also am, you know do this and my I'm learning another language I'm learning two different languages right now I'm like okay like making this oh, yeah. look bad you know like
0: but also like you can you can come to play and still play a casual game and and still hit successfully i mean like like it's very recent like i I listened to the uh the snoop Dogg episode uh from joe rogan oh
1: really was that one good
0: (laughs) yeah it was pretty funny but i I just wanted to see like how how one like what they would talk about obviously but also just like how they would uh, just interact with each other. And my favorite thing about it is one, it was like super casual, like the whole time. And, and he did recap a lot of historical things in his career, but my favorite part about it was the way he was promoting because Uh. he, he was on a, like a, a press thing to tour. Uh, I think it's not come out yet, but it's like upcoming album Saturday. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And literally throughout the whole episode, I think he does like four times. He'll just like, do you, do you mind if I play something? And he would just, play like the whole track and he would just like he would rap to it smoke and they'd drink and they're just playing like the whole song he's like all right cut it and (laughs) then they would cut it and then they would talk he's like yeah so anyways man the first time i met dre blah blah and then they would talk about like all these other things and then like they would get on another topic of like you know it's crazy how you know uh uh, people just don't care about this or whatever hey you know what i got a song about that hit hit (laughs) hit number five and then they would listen to that and then he would he would he'd rap his part over it and i was like that is like that would never happen on, like, Fallon or, like... Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, whatever. Exactly. But it's, like, that's great. There's so much personality and, like, you know... And it's, like, you like how you're wants to listen to... Right. Yeah. You're, like,
1: that's how they, people <laughs> want to listen to it, you know? Like, huh. being, like, oh, okay, speaking of that, this is what the content of this one's about. And yeah. speaking of me and Martha, you know, whatever. But, like, <laughs> yeah, I think that's... I mean, we'll... Um, I mean, I really do... You do kind of want to hear how the sauce is made, especially mm. with stuff like that. Although you also want to hear those stories, too, you know, yeah. of of all those, you know, all those good, you know, tidbits, you know, all these people yeah. could write books, I'm sure of their adventures and stories, you know, yeah. eventually, but I but hope those, to.
0: I, I really think we're at a, um, I don't want to call it a turning point. Cause I don't know if this is an overall like feeling, but like, I have this feeling that there is a a new perception on media that there can be, little mistakes and that they are reminders that there's 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 only humans involved (laughs) Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and and now i think we really like that reminder there's no like no one is superman like yeah like the the grammys weren't even perfect like that there's little mistakes everywhere and so when you allow that idea to to play out in other themes you just i don't know you start to appreciate things because like there's the 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 tension has now been loosened a little bit you know observing there there was
1: pressure it felt like pressure to perform pressure to pose pressure to curate your personal your develop your personal brand you know all of that stuff and now i think i think you're right i feel that way or i or maybe it's that i feel i think more accepted either way at this (laughs) point in time you know it seems like there are people who are like it's okay you know authenticity and it's you know really Trying to find that line because authenticity is such a buzzword. So mm. it's like, what's really being authentic? You know, like how do I make myself look authentic? You know, <laughs> yeah. so, right? Well, that's, you know, right like, there,
3: how do I make myself like, look authentic? That's you know, hilarious. it's a <laughs> weird
1: thing that you're like, okay, yeah. I doesn't want to be overproduced. I want it to be myself. Yeah. But there's
3: got to be a, a happy medium somewhere. Yeah, finding yeah. it is the you know. But it's I, to your point, I feel like it's easier because there's more. It's more forgivable. There's more mm. room for things like that aren't what we're used to, like hearing it all polished or whatever. Yeah, well it's
0: like if my if my buddy Ben sitting in front of me like fudged a question or like forgot something like I wouldn't be like, I I really want to forget that right now, man. I can't believe you just, you know, spaced out for a second. Like I'm so So,
2: happy I'm glad you
3: didn't I'm glad you didn't call me out earlier when I was doing that, but okay.
0: (laughs) But like You know I don't
1: edit this podcast out. You're gonna have to live with that. (laughs) YouTube never forgets.
0: Yeah, exactly. But it's like, yeah, it's just <laughs> funny how you just think the audience would be some form of like unforgiving. I'm sure they are. But like, I don't know. There's just little things I think are good reminders of like, yeah. right? hey, that's fine. That's it like, doesn't yeah.
1: bother me. Yeah, you're right. It is a reminder that we're human. And even if some, you know, I mean, you, you see it on the news, too. It's like, you know, it's like a slight, stri- I mean, slight chance of rain. And you're not like. Oh my God! He's been doing this for how many years? It's like it's not like you know. And you know, you actually just you you like verbalized a typo. You know, I'm sorry. Like, but it's (laughs) it's like it's true. I think I think that we can let. Everybody, decide on mm. whether this is the type of conversation that they like, the pace that they like, the topics being oh, sure. discussed, and whether mm. or not they like it because there's a million true crime podcasts out there. A lot of people digging up the same cases, you know, the same cold Big cases.
3: A kind of things, too. Big so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
2: so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But you and just like the people different. You like the way they display it. Yeah. You yeah, like the way they right. chop it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And every, there's just enough for everybody. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah everyone's different and and if anything the way you find out how you are different is you keep it up yeah because i feel like because uh, i, I, I know, i've had this interaction with a lot of people in my life where they're an artist or in some fashion and they talk about what they're working on or this project or whatever and they talk about it like it's the end all be all but like to me it's like to be an artist is like you you have to always execute it's mm-hmm. not just like i'm gonna make this one movie yeah and then you that's the only movie you'll ever have to see yeah and i'm gonna win every award I was walk away from it. it's like, mm, that's not really <laughs> how it is. Like when you're doing it as a career, it's like, you have to be able to keep
3: delivering, keep it
0: delivering. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and then once you practice and then you're able to deliver at a, a higher level, hopefully every time, you know I mean? Like the old adage, like just get 1% better every day and mm-hmm. hey, next year, hopefully you, you should be twice the person you were last year. Right? Yeah. But all uh, you can do
3: is try though, because again, like you said before, like you could some band, like, your favorite band peaked on their third album and so mm. you're not as into their fifth album and it's like other people didn't discover them until the fifth album that's their favorite one you right. know so it's just I guess how you see it back, yeah. back
0: to that oh yeah. yeah it's like well, I'll give you a real example like I'm a huge Portugal the Man fan okay. I've been a fan of theirs like it's like their second album or whatever and then when Feel It still busted out and like that oh, shit was yeah. everywhere yeah that was like I I finally became that like grouchy hipster person that like (laughs) Like, I never wanted to be. I'm like, man, I knew these guys before. I I was was
1: definitely into (laughs) their stuff before before that too, and it was Mm. like,
2: wow. It was
0: just insane the rate. Like it went from like. They're like mid-tier on a festival, although they've been like cranking out albums every year for like ten years straight, and they're phenomenal. And then they get this one song, and they're like, boom, at the top, they're everywhere. That song, you can't turn on a shit station without hearing. It was just nuts. Like, like, it happens though, you know?
1: Right? And it's just like it just blew up, and it's honestly like if you're like, oh no, this is too big, too fast, (laughs) you know? You're like dang, now there's this hype to live up to the next one, you know? where there's you're There's like,
3: burnout, you know? And there's, like, the second album, Blues. There's all that yeah, stuff, you know?
0: Yeah. But like, what you were talking about, where, you're like, a, a different type of fan base, like, well, I found him through this song. Yeah. And he interacted with him. Like, because I was, I was talking to a buddy of mine that we play music together sometimes, and he was talking about them. I don't remember what album it was, but it was like one of their newer ones. And he's like, Yeah, I wish sometimes they would give more into that like old school sounding, like mm-hmm. 60s, 70s feel. I was like, Have you listened to any of like their earlier stuff? Like, yeah. Not really. I was like, that, That's what you're asking for. Yeah. <laughs> right, it's already it there. Just, yeah. But it's yeah. just so funny. Like, yeah, that perception yeah. on like your timeline on jumping into a. Yeah. I remember and... I, used to, I was, I saw the, I was gotten to
3: the Grateful Dead at the very end of Jerry's life. And oh, there'd be wow. these guys that are older than me. And they'd be like, Oh man, he's just not the same since the coma. And I'm like, <laughs> He's amazing. I don't I'm sorry I wasn't around before the coma. Like he relearned how to play guitar. Like get over your What are you even doing here if you have a problem with it? You know. Yeah. But that's that's just how people are. It's yeah. like people are they get attached to this like an artist like period or a song or a thing and then it's like well everyone's stupid if they like anything else you know not yeah, everyone's right. like that but it happens oh, you yeah. know. so the
1: elitism like... especially in a jam band communities oh god can be yeah yeah a little stifling <laughs>
3: but it started with that i feel like i, I think it just I'm bled sure. out from all that you know? i'm sure mm. yeah because
1: there's tons of us wearing like steelies and stuff that are like you probably may maybe saw further like you definitely <laughs> didn't see jerry right like it's like i saw jerry
0: <laughs> i haven't but you, were, you were not old enough i wasn't 95 you're probably but yeah. there will always be those purists in the background that yeah just did you know, their arms crossed well i mean
3: people were like didn't like brent midland i mean you know it's the same thing with a bunch of bands where you know oh
0: Arbach has a story about that and he says on, on rogan that when the black keys got in their first like biggish event and like, there was like a real crowd mm-hmm. and he's like, they just saw like these older dudes like that they knew were rockers too. And they were just like in the back, this is kind of just like, mm. he's like, but then they went back to that same place, like seven years later when they were like, still on their top of the rock game. They hadn't gotten mm-hmm. super poppy yet, but they were definitely like right in the major yeah. way, to go to the same spot. And they see, he, he's like, I know I saw those same people doing the same thing to us. He's like, they were mm-hmm. still just in the back corner. It's the workers just staring at us like we don't know what we're doing. And he's like, i ah, just like, at this point, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah I mean,
1: you're like, I guess, I get mean, get over it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> get over yourself. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You're yeah. like, I'm not over here judging you guys. Like, you know, like, yeah. It's like,
0: hey, I'm the one putting uh, myself on display. You yeah. Know?
3: And you bought a ticket if you're here, right? Oh, right. It's so. like,
0: it's weird. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. But, but it's like what you said they imprint or impress a part of themselves on it, or mm-hmm. vice versa, it impresses on them. And they just defend it. They just are just like, "Well, that's you. If you, you don't know me, so how can you like that so much if you don't know?" me? Yeah, right, right. right. Like, you're not tied to it, you know. Yeah. you an yeah. inspiration. They weren't say in memory of in yeah. love, and loving. You know, yeah. we it's made like, this oh, album for I wonder you. Wonder what that. What,
3: <laughs> he would really like this song. I want to write this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Write this for Ted and Dallas. Yeah. Texas. <laughs> right.
2: But
1: that is so crazy about songs though, and how uh, you know crazy people you know think about music. I think even historically in like 50s and 60s, you know, it's like people. People were so obsessed with like Elvis and the Beatles, you know, they oh, really yeah. did feel like these songs were written like for them or at least for them. You know, if you're spiritual, I think it's like, it was meant created for them to hear at a specific a time, time in I'm their sure. life. You mm. know, that I think is just, I think that's just beautiful. And, you know, I'm sure some musicians like Lady Gaga or, you know, Alicia Keys, you know, I'm sure they hear that stuff a lot, but I think mm. that that is just so incredible that it, you know, I think that I, you know, I think that is a, like a hundred percent true. And some of these songs are put out like, you know, it, it's not ours at the end of the day, you know, mm. that we put it out and, you know, see what happens with it. I think that's just incredible,
0: yeah. you know? Well, sometimes, you know, like don't meet your heroes and stuff like that. But sometimes I love seeing those interactions between like a, a, a fan that takes it way too seriously and a, and a star. That's yeah. like, Oh yeah. Not going to really play that game. I've gotten this so many
1: times. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, or like, like one of my favorite ones this is random it's like have you ever seen that footage of john lennon on his estate and there's like a, a a vet like a vietnam vet who has like he has some he has like shell shock and he's on something but he's like hanging out like in his in the forest like right outside of their house and one of the security guards like lets john and Yoko know and uh they were actually in the middle of working on um on imagine they were working on imagine and uh and the guy comes up to the door like the next day like they could see him like out in the woods but they're like all right let's keep our eye on things and the next day he approaches the house and and john goes right up to talk to him because he asked for him and and he and that's what it is the guy is saying he's talking about uh, abbey road and some of his songs off a white album he's like man he's like carry that weight he's like i just know you wrote that for me and like it was just really interesting because this guy was you know obviously like broken and really clinging to these ideas and really trying to express it and connect it to maybe the one person he thought understood, the actual writer of the right. song. But then you have John, it's like, that was just nonsense I wrote a long time ago. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Like, they're just songs. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, this is my job. I made that song. Right. It's clever. It's yeah. just wordplay. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Right. But, but like he, because like I needed a
1: word that matched with this verse <laughs> yeah. and rhymed with this. And yeah. this is the verse that came out. And but sometimes it is that way, right? Sure, yeah. You got a good beat. You need something to go on top of mm-hmm. it. You yeah. want it to be dancey. Yeah. You know?
3: Yeah. I wonder that sometimes, like when you're somebody's writing one of these songs that ends up being epic, if they're like aware.
0: You That's know, sometimes I yeah. think they
3: are, sometimes I don't think they are, you know? Yeah. You know, it's like when we were, so like she was starting to talk about how we saw, you know, hung out with spot and Xavier and Mono Neon and they're mm-hmm. forming, they formed a new band. Yeah. Called Zaptig. And man, watching those guys create music from thin air was unbelievable. But mm-hmm. there's one song in particular where they came back and they're like, they want it to be the radio song. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if That's it is or not. One, yeah. But God, it was just amazing because like they went in with this intention. Well, like
1: it is, but it isn't. It has like that sound of like that catchy hit it has like a catchy hit sound but it's like not a radio song but like it sounds like it could be it's kind of i think yeah that,
3: yeah you know but i guess i guess for me my feeling was like i it's going to be the test of time but i felt like i'm in the room when something amazing is being created i don't mm. know if they felt like that i mean i know they all love what they did right but like for me i was like i feel like this is epic you know yeah i've been around a lot of stuff like that and nothing ever affecting me that way so we'll see mm. that's coming out what in november maybe
2: that music yeah
1: we're hoping mm. we're hoping yeah. that is yeah that's a project um that they are um releasing with eastwood music group they do okay. um bastards of soul and yeah stuff so um yeah eastwood will be releasing that um hopefully we'll have more news about that soon because yeah the music is great
3: yeah so. we have a lot of. Coverage of that session, so hopefully we're going to do something with that. Yeah, so planning to
1: kind of do some documentary-style stuff to go along with that. And, but yeah, it's been really neat. I mean, just watching, you know the. I think I was saying for just like how the sauce is made and just mm. the engineers at work I mean seeing you know what they do and seeing the relationship of you know how oh, yeah. people understand like you know not only speaking like the language technically speaking but also like just um you know that's an art form in itself too you know oh yeah um, so of just the mixing and the engineering and the I mean seeing that Joel from Nile City Sound do it he's just a wizard over there but then you've got Will at Ferndwear, Yeah. you know also you know a, on a different level in a different way so yeah it's just really neat it's really an appreciation for all the art because it's like it really does take a village to oh, create yeah. stuff like that
0: yeah and, and you can try and do it your own on your own but you get way further with, with the community yeah so.
1: Yeah. yeah, with other people who understand your vision, though, too, you know, who are like, I just need it to be like, this and they're like, I get you, I can't explain it, I can't articulate it, but I want it to mm. feel like this.
0: And sure,
1: you know, there are people who can get that. And yeah. I think that's just awesome.
0: Like, yeah, and when you have those people around you, because it's like, it's almost like the yeah. old adage, it takes a village to raise a child. Well, I also think it takes the child coming back to work inside the village to make it all work, too. Yeah, you know, so I think mm-hmm. it's like, you can be influenced by people around you but until you give back and you're active back and there's an exchange then it gets that's that's when the plant grows that's when the roots spread you know yeah
1: so true yeah right to be able to yeah and I think that is you know hopefully you know there's lots of opportunities you know for everybody to get involved at some at some point and I'm always happy to I don't know I hope Lone Sound does that like I really I really want it to like give people those clips and that, you know, those quotes and that platform to be able to, you know, be like, Hey, check it out. You know, this is something that, um, you know, this is just like a, it's a memory, like a photo, you know, a snapshot of like something that happened. I still have my clips somewhere. I think from the first time I was ever published, you know, and I, you know, can't tell you where it is, but I know that it's somewhere, you know? <laughs> so, but yeah, I think that stuff is special. And that's one of the reasons I still really firmly believe in print. And, hmm. you know, I think it's going back to that like nos- nostalgia for like, you know, print and, you know, without social media and, you know, going outside to play versus like.
0: Well, and investing locally game. too, I think is becoming a bigger and bigger thing. Like as the world connects further and further, it's like just because I can buy something from this country way over there uh, doesn't mean i probably should maybe i should find it locally and mm-hmm. support it because as a business person right. like that's how i operate like i that's one of my biggest selling points is all of my vendors and providers and contractors are all locally based there's no one outside yeah. of texas i don't work with right. um and uh right. and purposely um
1: yep i agree right and it's like you do i know we found like our first run of stickers was out in rockwall and now I'm thinking about going even hyper local with like my neighborhood, you know, because I'm like, mm. uh, so, you know, just but I think that it's, you know, it's a it's a mishmash of trying to, you know, support local, but then still shopping around locally because, you know, we're not just made of money over here. Oh, yeah. So it's like I think it is really just figuring it out, you know, how we want to, you know, how we want to spend it. You know, we only have so much of a budget, you know, every year. So but it is just really fun, I think. I think there are people who are really on board it's i think the most rewarding thing for for me at least is just feeling like other people understand the vision and see mm. the see not just understand it but see that it's there's a need for it you know you can get it and be like that's really cool but to be like you're yeah. right i do think that would be helpful in a some way through like podcasts, you know, you know, magazines, zines, you know, like, you Mm. know, hyper local zines, if we wanted to do zines in different cities like Mm -hmm. things like that, like there are so many different ideas, you know, that I really want to get involved in. It's just, you know, I think that at some point, you know, I think it will we're gonna we're gonna get there so looking forward to but at least with the podcast you know there are people who have at least given us reviews and said hey i've been i've been listening to it and it's always really cool to be like you have you heard
0: <laughs> yeah. of us right like yeah, i'm sure yeah. you, you're like yeah oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah right like i look up like the feed metrics and like oh wow that yeah. one really jumped up yeah you where know, like, yeah. like, you're cool. like
1: this is so cool <laughs> or somebody stops you and you're like oh you do i've i've yeah. just listened to that episode you're like yeah
0: or like is- even even some of my guests like like i had like metric's been on before, but like, yeah, when I saw him again for brand new funky, he's like, yeah, I just listened to your last one. I'm like, Oh, yeah, <laughs> right? right, yeah, I know. It's, it's just great. It,
1: it feels so good. It like, it, yeah, it never gets old. I'm just like, I'm just it's so excited. I'm like, thank you so much. Like that's yeah. so cool that mm-hmm. you listen to it. And yeah, Yeah, yeah the
3: sport has been really nice. That's been the best part. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. yeah,
1: it definitely, I mean, you, it definitely keeps, keeps you going especially yeah. like with you know when the podcast started it was like okay let's get a couple of them together and see if people like them but oh
2: sure you know
1: and if it, but it seemed like people liked them enough it's not like we were on the top page or something but i think oh, people yeah. liked it enough to where i was like okay well let's keep doing it then because yeah. we're we, we're only gonna get better mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're not right. gonna get yep. worse I mean, like
0: i said mean, i tell myself like all, all the time and anything i do is like as long as i'm one percent better than yesterday yeah yep. i can at least throw that at the wall when i'm ready to close the door <laughs> right yeah you know? exactly and because i don't know that you 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 and you have to uh, uh, um, continue education you know and and really feel like learning and being the dumbest one in the room is like an achievement Yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> and not like oh my god like they, they i don't deserve to be in there it's like Maybe you pass the bar just to be in the room and like, yeah, maybe you don't know all the things that they're about to talk about, but if you can feel the questions, be respectable and balance it in some fashion, mm-hmm. like you can be relatable. And, uh, cause those are the early thoughts that I had in my mind of like, oh yeah, why would this person want to interact with me? Like, yes, I can explain why I appreciate them, but why would they appreciate me? You know, it's mm-hmm. like just you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, But yeah. as you, as you build the brand and you build the idea and it all comes to a head and I don't know, you, cause you have to make yourself be you at a snapshot you know that's the whole thing about being a product is you have to be able to be yourself within like a two second
2: Mm -hmm. um
0: experience um or maybe auditory you know you get 10 seconds because people are listening your voice like oh i don't like the way he does his s's or like whatever (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah and and it's just who knows but it one thing i've learned from sales is if you're not going to jive with someone but you have jived with someone before then that doesn't mean that you're a failure. That just means this this wasn't the right hand. So you have to keep playing, oh, and, then, yeah. and then you'll start building your book of business. It's like I it's like I encountered some crazy dynamics in working uh, business to business, like with people that would expect crazy things or like call me at all hours. Like oh my gosh, I guess I have to do this to keep the money coming and to get right. my book of business bigger. But then as I would replace those people with like a bigger company that was more professional, respectful, or just respectful of themselves, like well. I don't want to stay late, so I'm not going to do that. And they like, right. so I'm not going to call you late. You know, yeah. like, oh, great. Wow, this is great. Right. You know, I'm going to fire that other guy. I don't even want to work with him anymore. Yeah. And you just start to really uh, pivot and come to new terms with, like, who you are and what, I mean, I guess with us, like, what your audience expects. And um, I don't know. It's like as long as you're watching that and testing it. And like what you were saying before, like as long as you feel nervous about it, that means you still care about it. So mm-hmm. that's why you have to focus on that that needle just moving a tiny bit and not all the way to into the green. It's like you you you're, you are inching your way there. And by the time you're there, you'll be way better than you even thought you should have been. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, right?
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm not right. There are just some, I think the audio if you go back to the first episodes and i've even done that too but you i do only have podcasters do that go back and listen to like the first episode oh, of yeah. somebody's just I, to see how the quality has changed i'm actually about
0: to go back and start remastering mine just yeah. because i've learned better techniques because not everybody does good.
1: like i feel like like um rishka Shirwe's, where he breaks mm. down the song and that and it became a netflix special um really great podcast but i mean he's done season after season on sea of after season. And I really wanted to see how the podcast translated from the podcast mm. to the Netflix show. Yeah. Great, which was great. But then also I wanted to see, I mean, he had so just so many hundreds and hundreds of these episodes that he's done. Mm. And, but back at the beginning it is very but his voice is still the same you know his voice sounds a lot more clear and crisp mm, obviously sure. but yeah. like it's still the same i think that you know the audio has definitely gotten better it's streamlined for sure because they they really have it have it down now but mm. it's cool to be like man, everybody just puts themselves out there you know knowing that they're competing with the joe rogan shows out there sure. and the dailies and the you know, all of that stuff. So the hot ones, you know, so it's like we all can't be be like that, but it does get better, you know, and then somebody throws you a Netflix special.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, it could happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please throw one my way. Yes, no, but, exactly. but yeah. But and that's and, and you start to understand like who you are, too. Like when you're like, what music would I play underneath my trailer? I'm like, oh, gosh, this is going to define like my vibe. It's or like, so <laughs> much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, pressure. Very, yeah. Because, you know, I'm a branding person. So like I, I've planned this Company out for like a three-year phase already. So like my first year was like, uh, it's that. It's on your microphone. That's my original branding. That little gradient. Mm -hmm. And then year two is this my like design of like an audio wave hitting you. Yeah. Uh, And then year three is like this really like really crazy like crazy looking thing. Wow. (laughs) You're just getting
1: getting everybody yeah like up to speed so that way you can yeah start it off and like recognizable right. Yeah.
0: Well, and also when you go back to the show, it's like. My year one, all of them are exact design. My year two, it's all this with my mythology—not not my catchphrase, but the the logo on top. And in year three, will be that way crazy, vibrant looking thing. That way, because I, I didn't like the whole like podcast and seasons thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it always felt weird to me. Because um, to right. me, I, I felt like it was just an accumulating like rack like- of episodes you know it's like it's just
1: it is it's just you're calling it season just to say yeah you're just you're just, you're just
0: deciding just to break it. it up yeah yeah and like i took a little break over the holiday season and that was like it and then uh so I, do, I, I just did it graphically. I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll do because I already had the branding in mind because that's what I do as my job. It's like right. if you give me a brand, like I'm going to phase it out so it can evolve and you'll be comfortable knowing that we got you, that yeah. like I can see your logo like in a real simple black and white form and you want that now. But next year, we're going to make it really vibrant. We're going to add this gradient in the background, make it more modern. And the year after that, we're going to add a backlighting to it, make it right. 3D or like whatever. And, uh, and so like with this one, I was just trying to think of I mean, I was trying to go like complexity, like go simple, get a little more complex and get really crazy. I don't know what year four will be like, but I just that's my visual cue of like, yeah. you're in a different era of the show or like, yeah, whatever. Exactly.
1: Oh, that's a so good yeah. way of doing it, though, because, yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it is like and this is a season. It's like, OK, and like and the way you listen to podcasts, unless it is like a series format, yeah. you know, you'll cherry pick or you'll be like, oh, I missed this one. Sure. You know, like it's OK to not. Well, listen to this one you know then this well, like, one first. That gives first, me the and... expectation
0: of like you start from one like with me it's like not all podcasts start from episode one exactly right. so so yeah I just that never that just never played out with me yeah um, I agree and it's it like, also gives me a timeline so I can say that year one's probably the shittiest one. So. Yeah. <laughs> well,
3: y'all are in Virgo, so I do go back and listen from episode one not to hear the quality just because I want to start at the beginning. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like that. Just so. because
1: I want to start. <laughs> yeah. I, I think...
3: mean, and sometimes the quality is so bad, I'll skip ahead. <laughs> yeah. But usually I'll take it from the beginning. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> That's not a, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think it depends on the. If it's a TV show, I'm like, is this a sitcom that I should watch from the beginning, or is it? Right. It's like early South yeah. Park where it doesn't really matter, or like yeah. later South Park where there's like a plot line through throughout. Sure, so you
2: gotta get it from yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, newer South Park, it's like, okay, you won't really get the jokes in the later see, episodes unless you.
2: Right. Right.
1: See what they're making fun of the whole time, you yeah. know. So, but I don't know. I think for me, podcast. If it's interviews. I, 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 whatever I'm interested in at the time, I'm like, hmm, mm. like, okay, like healing your microbiome. Fantastic. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah.
0: I, I just like, I, like it wasn't originally, well, I guess it was always going to be music, but in my immediate like intention of like, I, you know what? I'm accepting that I would do a podcast. You know, it wasn't like, yeah. and it's gotta be music. It was not like in tandem like sure. that. It was like, yeah, I want to do a podcast. And then figuring out like what it was. Cause I'm just talking to person. I'm like, I'm sure I could make something work. Yeah. But realizing like. I don't know. Uh, kind of forgetting what I was going to say. Uh, what, what were you just saying?
1: We were talking about music mythology, or how you started wanted to start a podcast, but you didn't know it was going to be music.
0: Well, right. But what, what were you just? What did you just say? Man. Oh man, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, just, oh, no, I you just can't ask us those off. questions. <laughs> <laughs> There's no rewinding in real life. Yeah. But We don't know. But when it, when it came to like deciding on be, oh this is what it was, I wanted to do a podcast because I realized in being an outside sales rep my favorite moments weren't getting the sale, weren't closing that sweet deal, wasn't any of that. Uh. It was having a really good interaction with someone that wanted more out of the conversation interaction than just, I need this, and you're the guy to do that. It's like, oh, I'm actually, I'm from Oklahoma. Uh, Man, do you like uh, Big Sean? Like, that's random. I do like Big Sean. (laughs) You know, and it's like, yeah, and then like talking about like music and, and, but just seeing that person come alive through passion, you know, and like being a preacher's son, like, you know, I always, I was always like geared up for like testimony and seeing someone break down like the dynamics of their life and to take it so seriously. Cause like I was raised to take life so damn seriously. Yeah. So like to see someone communicate that and be my own father every day, every, yeah, almost every day. But then to see strangers that come up and to be expected to do the same, I understood it was like a, a an understanding that you express. But mm-hmm. then as I became older and, and interacted with the world, I just realized like, not everyone's like opening up no right. one's some people don't want to even recognize what reality is so mm-hmm. like what is going on and it yeah. used to really frustrate me but then i started realizing as i was working on what the podcast should be like yeah i love music and because my dad's a huge music nerd and that's really what came okay, from like cool. me i was talking to him and i was like yeah we should just do a music thing and just see where that goes and then exploded but my my driving force was like i like seeing people come to come alive like talk about something that they're passionate about like forget who I am. Like, I just want yeah. to know who everyone else is. And like, I, it was a very genuine pursuit that evolved into music and still in the same themes. But that's all it was. It, it was just like, I really like, loved that about life, because I just I'd pra- practiced it to make money. But yeah. I also practiced it as a as a youth to be a part of a community. Right. So it's like the coldest parts of life and the warmest yeah. parts of life it right. was still a theme
1: it's like right. yeah people and community and i think yeah just feeling you know feeling seen and it sounds like yeah. a buzzword too but it's like being able to you know open up and have people see you for who you are yeah. or just see you for you know nothing more than a kindred spirit who also loves yeah whatever you know about
0: it's beautiful to be seen yeah just nowadays because i mean you can be seen at any time i could see you not on the other side of the world, if I want to, but yeah. to actually know you, interact with you, yeah, or like to talk about a topic that like is very dear to you, yeah, you're like, you know about that, you know about that group, you <laughs> right? know that album a lot? exactly. I'm like, you <laughs> like Warped Tour
1: too, yeah, to Warped Tour. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's it, it is those little things that I think that really bring, and I think that just endears you more to like you know the artist or the the host or mm. you know things like that might. You know, my sister, she's really into the true crime podcast, mm, but, mm. you know, she just is like, well, this one's a cat lady. And so I love her. I have an a, <laughs> astrology podcast that I listen to and it's, it's kind of an absent minded listen. Sometimes mm. like 50 percent of the time, the like audio is always not great because it's from this woman who doesn't get technology very well. But, mm. you know, she's like, got my headphones <laughs> and I'm here. All right. Well, let's hope I guess we'll try it again if it's not good. But I'm here reporting live from my desk. And (laughs) (laughs) it's and you're just like, seriously, but like you just you just love her. I'm like, oh, Hmm. my God, like it wouldn't be you if it was really like if it was really crisp and clear. (laughs) Like, yeah, she's got the goods, though. So it's like you almost want to struggle through it because, you know, she's (laughs) going to give you her hot take. and It's going to be great. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) So um, it's forgiven, but it is it is fun. It's fun to talk about music with other people who also get why how special it is to just see Mm. live music in Dallas. I mean, we're so spoiled and to be (laughs) inspired by just like the people. I mean, it's not just the musicians. It's like the people that they are, you know, that are are just like, Mm. man, like I'm like, this guy is incredible. She's incredible. It's just like you really are so inspired by it and you're like man yeah. if I hang out with these people long enough who knows what to happen man like they're yeah. well, all it, so
0: it's you, such rocket fuel man it's yeah. just like I don't know like like I know I dogged like social media in some light but like like to see like all these people like if you follow them and to constantly just see them like being active reaching out promoting other people and just like I know it's just, it's so vibrant and it's not just vibrant and like, there's a lot of variety, but like, they're very active and connected and yeah, it's just, it's a true community.
1: Yeah. Right. Where it's like, we've all kind of been there. Like it takes, it takes work, you know, you got to put it, put the work in, I think too, to really support, to go out to shows and, you know, go, you know, really see them play and, you know, support them, you know, but I think that it is, yeah, I think it's, if you are into that, if you're interested in the live music thing, I think that is definitely like a brilliant place for you, for sure. Like, I think it's not for everybody, you know, obviously, the oh, sure. but I think that for people like us, it's just, it's like, it feels like coming home, you know, mm. now when you go out, which is really, really special oh, because yeah. everyone is all kind of, all the session musicians and all the bands, they all play with each other and support each other. So, you know, no matter where you go, even if you go out by yourself, you'll always run into people, you know, and have a good conversation. So...
0: Yeah. There's always a good show to catch.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two <Totally.
0: laughs> or three in one night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to pick. <laughs> so uh I guess is there anything else you guys wanna promote, bring up or
1: Hmm. let's see. Shameless self promotions. Um yeah, so we are um in the process of putting our Previous episodes up on YouTube. So um, yes. we just started this round of interviews. We've got we've added the video element to that. So we're going to be putting everything on YouTube, which just makes it a little bit more fun, I guess. If you're interested in watching something with it, um, oh, it'll yeah. still sound the same, mm-hmm. you know. So we're trying to <laughs> cater to everybody and see see what works. So it you know it really wasn't that. I need
3: big. cameras like that though. My cameras all mm. stop after 30 minutes because they're not video cameras like oh, dslrs mm. yeah. so so yeah um, but i and your cameras we thinking about things yeah, yeah but
1: yeah we're doing that and we're also if anybody is interested in contributing um in terms and you know in terms of art illustrations creative writing poetry you know anything like that we would just love to you know we would love to consider it and potentially publish it and print and 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 or online. So yeah, hit us up. Cool. Lone Sound Mag at Gmail or at Lone Sound Mag on all the social media platforms. Awesome. So thank you so much. I'm yeah, so yeah, excited for, for the <laughs> pin too. I'm gonna yeah. have to put it on my bag and my I know this is so awesome. What color you want? I know this was a really tough call, but I'm gonna take this one because this was the first one that I picked. So
2: thank you. All.